0: Insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander in chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his property. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals, and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks, no more, before it's too late. Uh, to join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. It's nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. 803 Today we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. At the bottom half of the hour, we'll be chatting with Tara Dublin again, friend of the show, uh, to discuss her new book and other issues uh, of the day. We are also going to be talking about various other things. I got two of my bits done today, plus we have another audio clip to play that I forgot to upload and talk about Monday. Uh, there, there are several things I think I forgot to talk about. I think that's the thing I forgot to talk about Monday. And then I talked about Monday something I forgot to talk about Wednesday. So this has been a catch-up week this week, not like catch-up, but, you know, catch-up. Ha-ha. Anywho, if you want to support the show, please remember to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you've not already done so. Uh, go support all the social media places that I have online, especially uh, go to twitch.tv slash liberal radio. Uh, I'm trying to build that up to 50 followers uh, so that once we do get the uh, monetization over here, I will start double streaming to over there as well and I'm trying to get two birds with one stone. And if, it'll be much easier to get myself um, monetized over there uh, if or become an affiliate over there if I already have the 50 followers. So. Or If you have a Twitch account, please make sure to go to twitch.tv slash the Radio and follow me over there. Also, support the Nerdy Dan channels. Nerdydan.com on Twitch, uh, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, etc. Um, Shouts out to everybody in the show. Erin uh, is, I think, at dinner right now uh, over in the Sin City. So we will forgive her uh, for the opportunity. Um, I'm not sure is are calling in early? I don't know. What's what's area code one? What's that area code? Let's see. No, that's a different area code. I don't know. So caller gets you in a second. Uh, if if you happen to be, is uh, oh, that is that you? That's you, Wes. Okay, that's you calling. All right, we'll get to you in a second, Wes. Um, so what else? Uh, you can also support the show by Venmoing me uh, at liberland at Venmo. Buy me a cider. Go to the Buy me a cider button or click the Buy me a cider button at liberaldan.com or go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio. You can do it that way as well and you'll see the little my phone notification right on during the podcast as well. And what else? Okay, so we got Jolie. Shout out to Jolie, one half the Mosquad, Squad, Silly Wonka, Mountain Lady, West. Jackie, Robert, uh, Tim, Jeff, p Dubs. Kim Chi, who's apparently in the shower or getting in the shower. Uh, no dirty thoughts for the peanut gallery. Chucker John, how's it going, Chucker John? Good to see you as well. Um, so going to try and hammer out all of the bits uh, that we're going to do. We're going to actually do like four to five things uh, that, that will be uploaded tomorrow as well. <laughs> uh, if you're a Liberal Dan Radio patron, patreon.com slash Liberal Dan, you could already have seen within the last half hour uh, this week's words of Red Deck Wisdom which has been brought to you by the uh, same person as the last Words of Redneck Wisdom, Senator John Neely Kennedy from Louisiana, except this time it is not as dirty or filthy uh, as the last time. So let's go ahead and play this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom. Where 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 is it? If I can find this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom. Huh. There it is. This week's Word of Redneck. There we go. And now, words of redneck wisdom brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. I don't have a lot of advice for my house colleagues
1: other than this. Um, Follow your heart, but take your brain with you. The, uh, the American people expect us to govern. And in order to govern, you have to have a leadership. And you've got to stick with that leadership to give that leadership a chance. Um, I'd also advise all of my house colleagues to be sure and take
0: their meds. And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom. Brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. All right, so um, I, I can't disagree with that last part. I, I, all of them probably need to take their meds. I'm sure half of them are off their meds at this point, uh, especially his House Republican colleagues. I'm not quite sure much of them have brains to bring along with them as well. I'm not sure how, most of them have hearts either. Uh, so maybe maybe he hasn't taken his meds. Maybe he might realize that if he took his meds too. Maybe he should be hypocrite of the week this week as well. But he, someone else is hypocrite of the week this week. Um, yeah, but it just Kevin McCarthy making the history, the historic for being the first person to ever be kicked out of the Speaker of the House position. I was just sitting back. I watched that vote. I I should have made some popcorn. It was just lovely, and just Mm, mm, mm. and to to see the Democrats just be like, "Yep, okay." The first time, probably the Democrats ever agreed with Matt Gates on anything substantial. I mean, I'm sure there were times when the Democrats and Matt Gates and everybody like voted on universally universal consent or whatever, unanimous consent to to agree on a post office name or some other silliness like that, but, or like to adjourn. But when it came to this, the fact that the Democrats were like, sure, go right ahead, throw yourselves into chaos. It's great. Um, What'd be interesting is if they do go with Steve Scalise, I'll be able to say that I've personally met and spoken to on the phone and had conversations with Steve Scalise, like, like a, a, a speaker of the house, like, I will be able to say that the speaker of the house knows who I am, which would be, you know, an interesting thing. Not that I like who Steve Scalise is as a person. I mean, he's terrible. I mean, he described himself as David Duke without the baggage, which, but I mean, it's, it's just an interesting little tidbit that I could just say then, Hey, I know the speaker of the house. Maybe I could leverage that into interviewing the speaker of the house on my podcast. I won't go easy on him, but still, that would be interesting to, to be able to, if, if I could pull that one off, that would definitely be interesting. Um, but we, we will see who the Republicans manage to get and how many votes it's going to take to get the next speakership, because Kevin McCarthy took 15. How many votes is it going to take to elect the next one? And furthermore, how long is the next one going to last too? Um, Suleiman, he, he means he hates Jews. I mean... That's what I am. So, again, that's what I said. He's not. He, he's not the greatest. That that's for darn sure. I mean, he he doesn't like the gay people either. Yet a lesbian saved his life uh, when he was shot at the baseball, at the softball game, or whatever. So, all right, let's get Wes on. Want to? Uh, I have a few minutes to chat with you, Wes, because uh, I want to be able to get a couple of other things before Tara comes on. What's going on, Wes?
1: Not much. I just wanna say hi to everybody. You got all my lovers and friends out there.
0: All and, your lovers, huh? Oh my. Yeah. Uh-huh. All
1: my all my witches and britches.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway. Yeah. I I hate all these dog whistle names for everybody. That it just kinda makes me sick. Mhm. I wish it I wish it didn't happen, but it sure does you know or what is a christian anymore it um, doesn't need to mean that you are that you are spiritually trying to
0: advance yourself well it you means- know what was the quote by gandhi i like your christ i don't like your christians um so there are definitely lots of people um who uh who who don't follow what I would say is, is what is in their own book. Um, let's see. So so we walk into chat, David Duke, H Jews. Well, yeah, I got, and he actually, he's in Louisiana too. And he was in Metairie. I was driving down the street and I got, I got the uh, pleasure to be able to flip him off as I drove down the street. Like I was, he was that, (laughs) he was, he was, he was waving his sign in the the middle of the street and I honked at him and I honked (laughs) thinking he was thinking that I was supporting at him and he looked my way and he's waving. And I was like, And he was not too happy, but, you know, hey, screw him (laughs) or don't. It's like if if
1: you had if you had uh, an egg for every time a Quebecer said that they were egging the queen, Mm -hmm. the queen would have been covered with eggs her entire trip to Canada. And she was not. She was treated very nicely. But all these Quebecers kept saying they egged the queen.
0: Maybe it was just an effigy or something like that. Maybe it was... No, it's their
1: imagination because they disrespected the English so
0: much. And, and, and I was just wondering, in, in you know, if uh, Sean Connery was was singing God shave the Queen, does that mean he thinks that the Queen needs a, is too hairy? I don't know. Anyway, put <laughs> him
1: Anywho, shave her.
0: Gold Save shave the woman. Queen. Gold shave. Now <laughs> that, that, that would be Gold shave the King. So get that King Eurasia. Yeah. Anywho, so yeah. I got some to, old I got ladies
1: to get... need to shave. It's just <laughs> a fact of life.
0: take the good, you take the bad. Anyway. Wes, I got to move on to a couple I of the things. Nothing. You can just say nothing, but I got a couple more things to do before we get Tara on, so I got to let you go early. So, But I, I did want to get to you and let you say hey and tell you that I love you and you're awesome. And I'll Love see you, I'll you see back, Danny.
1: Love you all. The rest of you, too. I'm, all right. I'm going to say I'm going to be listening. I've got to turn my stereo back up.
0: But I'll
1: figure it out.
0: Cool. All Um, right. that was Wes. All right. So let's see. We got to get to a couple more things before uh, Tara comes on. We got the second thing I wanted to play. Um, I did. I uploaded a clip where I was talking about Vivek Ramaswamy. um, And it was uh, because it was from like a TikTok clip or whatever. You could only do a little short little summary. But I wanted to play the full Vivek Ramaswamy clip where he talks about ending birthright citizenship. So here is the full Vivek Ramaswamy, ending birthright citizenship clip.
2: I favor ending birthright citizenship for the kids of illegal immigrants in this country. Now the left will howl about the constitution and the 14th amendment. The difference between me and them is I've actually read the 14th amendment. What it says is that all persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the laws and jurisdiction thereof are citizens. So nobody believes that the kid of a Mexican diplomat in this country enjoys birthright citizenship. Not a judge or legal scholar in this country will disagree with me on that. Well, if the kid of a Mexican diplomat doesn't enjoy birthright citizenship, then neither does the kid of an illegal migrant who broke the law to come here. And as the father of two sons, it is hard for me to look them in the eye and say, you have to follow the law when our own government fails to follow its own laws. That's how we really go the distance. and solve this problem and restore the rule of law in the united states of america
0: i don't know how he has been been so successful in his personal life and his financial life and be that dumb like yes a child of a diplomat would not be subject to the jurisdiction of the laws of our country because the child of a diplomat uh, gets extended diplomatic immunity because the immediate family of diplomats all get diplomatic immunity. People who come here seeking asylum and if you cross the border, that's a legal thing to do to cross the border and ask for asylum on our soil. So if you come in here and ask for asylum and then have a kid, it, you are subject to our jurisdiction if you if if you you are if they are saying that these people are here illegally. That means they violated one of our laws. If they violated one of our laws, that means they're subject to our jurisdiction. Therefore, any children that they have here, because they're subject to our jurisdiction, because if they violated our law, they're subject to our jurisdiction, any children that they had here would, by the 14th Amendment, be natural-born citizens. They would be citizens at birth. The only way to end birthright citizenship would be to amend the constitution and to eliminate the and to eliminate that clause of the 14th amendment and that's not going to happen well at least or have an activist conservative supreme court that agrees with you but you know that's a completely you know i guess he, he's probably hoping on that he's probably hoping that he would pass a law or he would get congress to pass a law that would end birthright citizenship and then have an activist conservative supreme court with a ruling written by Alito and the four others, you know, on the court who would then say, "Oh yeah, sure, this, this is what the Fourteenth Amendment means," just retcon the entire thing. So anyway, to all the people who are complaining that I didn't play the comment in its full context, there's the comment in its full context. So let's see, fifteen more minutes. So, let's see, John McCain is born in Panama, but is a citizen because his father worked. Yep. Well, you know, there, there's lots of different other ways. You don't have to be born on U.S. soil to be a natural-born citizen. You can be born outside of the country to American citizens and still be a citizen of birth, because that's basically the difference. A natural-born citizen is somebody who is a citizen by the nature of them being born versus anybody else, a naturalized citizen. So, yes, the one constitutional way to be a naturalized, there's a constitutionally protected way. You're born here. You're a citizen. But there are other ways by law that you can also become a natural, natural born citizen. And so like Ted Cruz, you know, I think he was born in Canada, John McCain, born in Panama, Canal, other people you know, who were born different other places. And there's the whole Obama birth or conspiracy thing, whatever, whatever. There are lots of different ways to be a citizen at birth. It's all listed on the governmental websites and uh, you have to be able to have the ability to read and understand the written words To understand you know all those different ways and unfortunately donald trump says that he loves the poorly educated that's what he said after he won the nevada primary as such you know so that's probably why a lot of those people support him and and support things like mr ramaswamy says because they don't have the ability to understand the context of the words in which they are given you know ah What did I just do? I just hit the wrong button. I hope I didn't screw up. Uh, There we go. I think think I'm connected still. Anywho. There we go. Yes, I'm connected still. Yay. Uh, (laughs) I hit back inadvertently. So... Uh, fat fingers on my mouse. Usually it's fat fingers on my keyboard. This is fat fingers on my mouse. So um, let's go ahead and do, hey, MJ Daniel. Hey, kimchi, what's going on? I guess that you're out of the shower. It was a quick shower, I guess. Um, let's do this week's hypocrite of the week. And then we're going to do a fat man rant, a live fat man rant, mind you. And because um, uh, I got good news. The good news is causing a rant. Normally, it's me being pissed off at something that causes the rant like I uploaded the other day. Um, This is actually good news that's causing a rant because I'm pissed off at the people who are are picking on Joe Biden because I was actually planning on doing this a little later. But what Joe Biden has done has made it so that my life has become a lot easier, at least easier than I thought it was going to be starting this month. We'll get to that in a second. But first... This week's Hypocrite of the Week. This week's Hypocrite of the Week is injured Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers. The anti-vaxxer referred to Travis Kelsey as Mr. Pfizer since he's done Pfizer commercials. The owner of the Jets is Woody Johnson, heir to the Johnson & Johnson pharmaceutical empire, and he writes Aaron Rodgers' checks. Uh. He said Woody Johnson to see who next week's hypocrite of the week will be. Tune in on Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Dan. I mean, I had to have a Beavis and Butthead moment. It, the the name's Woody Johnson. Come on. I mean, you had to have known, right? I mean, maybe, maybe he's old enough where, uh, was that Woodward or, or whatever? I don't know. Of what his full name is, but why would you go by Woody if your last name is Johnson? Why? Doesn't make sense. Why would you go by Woody if your last name was Johnson? Come on! Doesn't make any sense. But, anyway, but yeah, Mr. Mr. Plague Rat, Aaron Rodgers, he didn't want to be vaccinated or whatever, and calling people Mr. Pfizer, yet he's getting all paid by a Johnson & Johnson Pharmaceutical Empire. So, it is what it is. And I, I would play that clip, but for some reason, it's, it's being lost for me. I don't know, maybe, maybe it's too far up now. I hope I, I, hope I didn't delete it. <laughs> oh, wait, there it is.
3: It is what it is.
0: Thank you, Donald. Um, MJ Daniel, Michelle Malcolm for Fox was born here while her parents waited to become citizens. She's an American citizen by law. Vivek Ramaswamy is a citizen. Is the only reason Vivek Ramaswamy. Can be president is because of birthright citizenship i think he was born i don't think his parents were citizens yet i mean they were not here in they were not here as he would say illegally uh they were probably i think they were here you know you maybe i don't know what the terms in which they came here in but he it's birthright citizenship is why he's why he's able to become president so it's ridiculous and here let's go ahead and we are going to change the background on this real quick, because uh, we want to uh, want to make this be able to be an official Fat Man rant. There we go, and get rid of all the other stuff. There we go. <clears throat> all right. See, so McCain, McCain was not the worst of the bad guys. He knew how to be less of a dick than Nixon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but a bunch. Was that a intended pun, um, Wes? Anywho. So anyway, so um, this is, this is going to have the initial like hot man ranch thing that I usually have in front of it. I'll edit that in later afterwards. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about this, the student loans uh, thing in a second. So here we go. Three, two, one. All right. So I wasn't planning on doing this type of video until after my student loans, uh, the number of payments got reduced when the adjustment was made to my uh, number of student loan payments. Currently, I have 128 payments left on my student loans and that has not been adjusted yet. Uh, However, because I was gonna do a video about that once it happens to tell everybody how awesome Joe Biden was and how awesome this plan was and how much money Joe Biden was gonna be saving me because he did that, right? So that was the first thing I was going to do when, when, he, when the adjustment was made by the Department of Education to my student loans. But they beat me to it because they did something else to help me out more quickly. I thought that my student loan payments starting this month, when payments resumed, were going to be about $280 per month. So this is going to be an additional 280 bucks that I was going to have to start coming up with Per month Now, fortunately, my job has a benefit that pays 50 bucks a month towards my student loan. So in reality, I, I was going to have to be paying $230 a month. But again, this is money that, I, you know, I wasn't paying before. And, you know, I had been in like forbearance previously because of unemployment. And then I was, you know, a need based forbearance or whatever. And all of this stuff, you know, my student loans, piled up a good bit, whatever. Anyway, here's the thing. I am so sick and tired of hearing people whining and complaining about how little Joe Biden has done for people when it comes to student loans. First of all, he tried to wipe out ten to $20,000 of debt for everybody, but an activist conservative Supreme Court said no. Despite the fact that the Department of Education, when they tried to do that ten dollars to $20,000 wiping of loans, despite th- that same power that they used for that, DeVos used that same authority to pause student loan payments and pause interest. So why did she have the authority to do that, but Biden's Department of Education did not? Because you have an activist conservative Supreme Court. But... Biden did this other thing or two other things. A, the first thing that I talked about was that they were adjusting the amount of payments that people had already made and were counting spent in deferment and forbearance because too many people had been steered into forbearance and deferment when they should not have been. So they are counting those times spent in deferment and forbearance, unless it was in school deferment and also times when people made like partial payments, they're counting all of those things as months spent in repayment and adjusting people's student loans accordingly so that there are people who are now getting their student loans written off under this new rule. And that's awesome for them. I haven't quite gotten there yet. I haven't seen how much of my student loan months are going to be chopped off because of this. I have a feeling it's going to be a good bit. And I was waiting for that, again, because I thought that that was going to be the big money saver that was going to save me a whole bunch of money. But no. Again, as I said before, I was expecting to have to pay an additional $230 per month on my student loan starting this month. I went and looked at my student loan portal today because of the new student loan repayment plan that they put into place that reduced student loan payments to those people who are still in repayments, my payment dropped to 49 bucks a month, which means that after my work pays the 50 bucks a month that they pay, I'm not going to have to pay anything. So thank, A, thank you to work for that 50, but B, thank you to Joe Biden, because I'm not the only one who is being helped here. There are other people who are being helped here as well, a ton of other people, not just the people who today, another 100,000 people or so, or even more, who got their loans wiped clean either because they were in public, student, public service loan forgiveness plans that were not previously forgiven because DeVos fought that, or there were people who were in, uh, who had 20 or 25 years of repay of payments after the credit of the forbearance and the deferment those people got their loans wiped, you know, clean, and were, are no longer—they no longer owe anything because now they counted those time spent in deferment and forbearance. Those people have been helped out. You have people that have new disability rules, and there are people who have who are under disability who are having their loans being wiped away because they are disabled, and people who are disabled are not supposed to have to pay student loan payments. All of these people are people that Joe Biden helped. On top of the fact that the save plan that he implemented is now saving additional students who are repaying their loans, additional money. And not just the fact that it's, they're saving money, but any payment that's made, like that's not that if you, if you make your payment on the save plan, and then if there's additional interest left over from your monthly payment, that interest doesn't get added to your overall debt. So your debt's not gonna grow anymore either. So your debt's going to stay the same, assuming you don't go back to school and and incur more debt, but your debt's going to stay the same. Your debt's no longer going to keep growing and growing and growing and growing. You get this lower amount, which for me is an amount that's $230 a month less. $230 a month less times 128 months is just about $30,000. Joe Biden's plan, the Biden administration's plan, has saved me and my family over the course of the duration of the rest of my repayment $30,000, assuming nothing else changes, assuming no other adjustments. $30,000 is what Joe Biden's administration plan has helped me do. So if you're going to sit out there and blame Joe Biden for not helping, especially the people who are on the extreme left, who are always whining and bitching and complaining about the fact that he hasn't done anything for students. He hasn't done anything for students' loans. No. Screw you. He's done a crap ton. He has done more for students' loans, for people who are suffering under student loan debt than anybody in the history of this country. And I'll be damned if I'm gonna have people tell me otherwise. Again, he just saved me 30 grand on student loan payments. Is he going to get my vote? abso frickin And he deserves your vote, too. And he deserves you to stop being in a bunch of whiny bitches about it. End rant. And without further ado, this, I ended that right at 830. So that should bring us right into, this should be, Tara Dublin, author of The Sound of Settling, A Rock and Roll Love Story. Is that you, Tara? That is me. Hello, how are you today?
4: Hello. Oh my so god. yes. This is my second Hello. Hi. <clears throat> I'm I've been awake for 12 hours now. So, Awesome. uh <laughs> well, you know, if you have cats, you're never you never sleep in. And my I have my three day cats. started with well, so you know, <laughs> yeah, so know. my day yeah. started with the with the feline alarm clocks walking all over me and then this morning I talked to our wonderful friend Bob Seska on his show. That's awesome. And then the but yes, and then the rest of my day has been people being super nice to me about being on Bob's show and Bob sending me screenshots of all of the nice things that people said about me being on his show, and now people are like, why aren't you doing your own show? I'm going to send you a microphone. You're going to be on our podcast network. You should do this. <laughs> you should do that. So, you know, I still don't have two nickels to rub together, but, you know, things are happening. Things are awesome. happening. How- well, you know, you have to make your own magic because no one else is going to do it for you. Until you find and self-promotion is exhausting.
0: I, I bet. You know, I know. Trust me. I, it's, I, it, 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 it's, it's hard trying to promote my own podcast, let alone, you know.
4: I, yeah. It's, and the, the suppression on Twitter doesn't make it easy for any of us to get our stuff promoted and seen. And it's so funny because, like, when I was talking to Bob this morning, he said, like, right, like, when we were talking about like me coming on, he was like, I didn't even know you had a book. Because and we follow each other. It's just right. the algorithms are so screwed now, and nothing makes sense. And you don't see any of the people that you should be seeing because oh, Elon no. wants you to see the, wor- the worst fucking people. I can swear, right? It's YouTube. So yeah, um,
0: yeah it's YouTube. It's anyway. Block Talk Radio. I, I call I called the people. Yeah. I'll call the I'll call all the people on the extreme left whiny bitches just now. So I usually like, don't I curse as that. much. Right. I usually don't even use the word bitches. I usually save that for the extreme. I I definitely don't use it to describe women but right. I, I made it's an a exception very
4: specific for, for,
0: i i I got it y- yes it it's it's usually yeah. the extreme left um that and I'm a progressive I mean, leftist could, type of person, but yeah,
4: yeah, but I mean, if you said that patrick Mahen, McHenry was a petty little bitch, I would not argue with you because he's a petty <laughs> little bitch there you go I, I think we should aside from the fact that I started the hashtag uh Patrick mcpetty, I'm very proud right. of that, I started that last night. But I also think we should start calling him a Speaker Napoleon Complex or Representative Napoleon Complex. That should be his (laughs) name. Because there's a picture of him standing on an Apple box
5: surrounded by microphones and his
4: pants are too long because his mom didn't hem them right for him. And uh, he's tiny. I mean, I'm five (laughs) feet tall and I own being five feet tall. I don't wear heels. I don't try to pretend I'm taller than I am. I don't care, but it's a thing with men. Men think that if they're short, it means people won't take them seriously. I it's will tell you right now masculinity. my masculinity. It is my mother, I, I, I believe I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: I have a whole series where I'm trying to unravel toxic masculinity where I where I deal with, you know, stupid YouTube accounts and other people, other other accounts where people are are trying to just perpetuate these toxic ideals that, you know, try and, you know, bash men for being a certain way or try and perpetuate ideals that should no longer exist. And if, you, if you're a, right. if you're a five foot four dude and be a, be a short King, be a, be, embrace well, your you me, size.
4: Absolutely. And, may, and make it work for you. My brother's five foot four and he's a partner at a very prestigious New York law firm that I will decline to name. But my mother likes to tell a story. At some, my, one of my cousins was at a cocktail party and found out I was talking to someone who turned out to be um, an associate at the same firm. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned right. my, bro, my brother's name. Oh, my brother, my, my cousin works there, who is my brother. And she mentions his name, and the associate's face, like, went pale. And she goes, that's your cousin? We're all terrified of him. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's my brother. Because, like, my brother's a sweetheart to his wife. He's a, he takes care of his daughters really, really well. He'll do, he'll walk through fire for his family, but do not cross my brother. Do right. not. So, so yeah. so like But, like, Patrick Mc, McPetty, he's like, I'm going to bang this gavel, and then I'm going to give Nancy Pelosi's office to Kevin McCarthy. And Nancy Pelosi's like, yes, and? <laughs> doesn't give a shit. He will not right. give them an inch. I love her so much. The look. The longer she's around, the more I love her. And as I mentioned on Bob's show this morning, and if anybody heard that, I'm sorry if I'm repeating material, but I think it's really, really important because, and we'll get to the, the coverage of Joe Biden, because I think that's a really important topic for us to hit today. But this, 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 this mistreatment of Nancy Pelosi, this disrespect of her, is, is, uh, it, it's just so ridiculous. And if you watch the documentary that her daughter Alexandra did called Pelosi in the House, Mm-hmm. It, it will show you And, like, and I, I said to Bob You don't have to even like Nancy Pelosi I think you have to respect her for certain You don't have to like her as a person To enjoy watching that documentary To understand who she is Where she came from Why she's the way she is The bad on January 6th is legend We all saw that with the Slim Jims And she was amazing And she didn't shed a tear And she was pissed And all that And she was amazing there was The thing that I want more people To look, go back and look at in that documentary is when she was first voted in as speaker and how respectful the Republicans treated her, Mm
5: -hmm. that they
4: greeted her with a standing ovation, that John Boehner passed the gavel in tears. He was crying talking about what a proud, what an amazing moment in history. This was for his daughters to be seeing Nancy Pelosi, assuming this, this is incredibly powerful. She's risen to the highest position a woman has, done in in American history and in the government and but and they revered her and they respected her and treated her accordingly and the way that has fallen off I mean it started the bloom started coming off the roads during the Obama administration because they were all mad about you know there was a black man but exactly um, and then Donald Trump was like keep going with that but make it worse so and that's how we get to Nancy Pelosi losing her office because somebody's a tiny little bitch so It's just the normalcy that we have accepted, not just in the behavior that we're seeing, but the way people are treating each other in Congress. Right. it's, It's embarrassing. I will have you know that if for whatever reason, if something happened to me terribly in my life and I was a member of the Republican Party, I would be so ashamed of the way the people who I voted for were squandering my vote, abusing my tax dollars in the way that they are. I mean, I'm mad about them doing it now. But if I was a Republican, I'd be super extra mad because not for one moment has this Republican House done dick for the American people. Everything is a performative, bullshittery performance for an audience of one. And to put the country's national security at risk because you're afraid that Donald Trump's going to talk shit about you is pathetic. They don't have one cohesive uniting message. They have no leadership. They have nothing. They are like when you, when you kick over an anthill and they all run around scrambling, trying to get back in. And we, can't, we shouldn't let them. We should be clean in that house by Gates, by Ghostar, by George Santos, by Marjorie, by Lauren. Like all of them who are as compromised as Kevin McCarthy need to. Matt Gates should have gone with him. Matt Gates is still under a House Ethics Committee investigation for raping and sex trafficking teenage girls. He should have no power in Congress. So the abnormality of what we've accepted is, is ridiculous. We should be demanding so much better. And I would love, at this late stage in the game, I would love to know how any Republican says with a straight face that Donald Trump should be Speaker when he's literally on trial. Right. He is literally on trial, and you're going to suggest that he becomes Speaker of the House. How far has your party fallen when you cannot recognize how far from the norm that you have become? Because, I I mean, even before uh, Trump, so before Trump, like we were, I was talking about the 2012 election today as well, and Mitt Romney is not an ideal candidate, obviously, but at least nobody right. who supported him rose up from the depths of social media to call me a fucking kike, which happens with Trump supporters <laughs> So the abnormalcy that we've come to expect that we've become numb to is what we should be calling out now. And we should be demanding everybody wake up from this somnambulistic way of life that we have been living where we're all just like, Oh, that happened. Okay. Oh yeah. I feel mad, but I can't feel how mad I am. You know, like it's just, I'm, I'm mad. And I think more people should be mad. And I think, When you see corruption right in front of you, performing right in front of you, watch Donald Trump on the courtroom steps with his invisible accordion, yelling and screaming. (laughs) And then he gets in front of the judge and he sits there with his little tiny hands folded, a little sour push face, and he is quiet that he has been put in his place. So the two faces of Trump. Was was it how called it?
0: Was it resting indictment face or something? Is that what he called it? Oh,
4: I love that. (laughs) That's great. Resting indictment face. That's, you know, it's just so... I mean, the man behind the curtain, he nev- the emperor never had any clothes. And it's so embarrassing. Anybody at this late stage of the game is still willing to be associated with him. Why does Alina Habba want to go to prison for him? I don't know why she thinks she's too pretty to go to prison because she's not. You know, she can get as many highlights in her hair as she wants. Those are going to fade in prison, sweetie. What is wrong with these people? I really want to know. Why? I mean, you have well, many the, politi- the politicians, to your they, they see the,
0: they see the voters, they see that there is a good percentage of the voters who are going to rebel if their politicians don't support Donald Trump. So they're good. If their politicians don't support Donald Trump, they're They are going to lose because they're going to get primaried and they're going to and they're going to support somebody else who's even more extreme. So that's in, in most of see, the Republican districts.
4: We, we have to worry about that. Is I, I really the law Well, that's we what that's, that's. We don't have to worry about on. that,
0: but the conservatives are worried about that. The the. Right. I mean, not the Matt Gaetzes of the world, but all all the other people who might think. Well, I don't neces. I'm, su- I'm sure there is a there is a su- large subset of Republican politicians who hold their nose and support Donald Trump just because. They 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 know that they're going to lose their job if they grow a spine and do otherwise. I mean, but I think that it potentially, if Kevin McCarthy would have just had a spine, like on January sixth, he had a spine. He said he for was he apparently <laughs> for a second he told Trump, "Do you know who you're talking to?" He 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 stood up to Trump and he basically was like, you know, don't don't you bring that stuff to me, blah, 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 blah. This is what's going right. on.
4: And then, and then two weeks later, he goes to mar with his Trump. tail between his right. legs.
0: And he goes exactly. to mar with his tail between... Yeah.
4: And the because question he, is there is why? Why? And not a whole bunch of smoke and mirrors, post moving, distractions. The real reason why. Because Donald Trump is not in any office. He holds no office right now. He cannot sign a law. He cannot appoint anybody. He can't even open a business in New York City right now. Okay? So. Yeah. yeah. Why? Kevin McCarthy was perfectly positioned to be done. To be out from underneath Donald Trump's tiny little orange thumb. So why did he go crawling back underneath it? What happened between the time where he stood up on the House floor and fully blamed January 6th on Donald Trump and the two weeks later, when he went crying on the carpet and they stood there with their stupid thumbs up together. I want to know what took place in those two weeks, because all most, not all, most were even Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's was like, I'm fucking tired of this. La, 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 <laughs> drunk on the on the floor I, into the wee hours of January 7th when they're still arguing. Ted Cruz stands up after surviving January 6th and still decides they shouldn't vote. They shouldn't. They shouldn't certified Joe Biden as president. That was abhorrent. But there were plenty of other Republicans who were brave enough in those hours and days after January 6th to fully blame Donald Trump, and then slowly they all got shut up again. And I yep. want to know why. You were on the brink of losing your freedom. You were, you were witnessing a staged coup that your colleagues helped organize. And you know it, because Marjorie Taylor Greene stood on the steps of the White House before she was sworn into office and told us. We have that on video. Why isn't she in prison? Where's Jack Smith? He has on tape confessing. Here's what we're doing. So all of the abnormals, they went back to him. Why did they go back to him? You know, it's like, you know, this man beat you up. Why'd you go back to him? What does he have? I want to know, because I will tell you right now, I don't know what kind of secrets you might be carrying, Dan. I don't know what kind of embarrassing things your audience listening to us might know about. There are plenty of things in my life that's not, not the public at large's business. I'm not a right. sitting member of Congress. Right. The law of the land is not in my hands, okay? It's not. Control over our livelihoods. They almost brought the government to a halt. They almost shut down the government for Donald Trump. Then they did this bullshit and got rid of Kevin McCarthy. And now they're taking a week off. what you're going to complain that the Democrats aren't doing enough? This is ridiculous. Oh.
0: Well, it's McCarthy abnormal. must have been on got want... some good drugs this weekend when he when he was blaming the Democrats for not for trying to not for trying to not not pass the budget thing and, and the, the host was like, they helped you pass it. What are you talking What's about like
4: and by the, by the way, like you and the, the problem is it's like Donald Trump thinks you shut down the government. They won't be able to prosecute him, and he can keep running for office, and he'll get elected in 2024. That's not how things work. Not That's not – shutting down the government is not going to stop you from getting prosecuted. It might delay it a little bit, but it's not going to stop anything. You're still still guilty. And that's. And it's not going to stop the Georgia
0: prosecution. It's not going to stop the New York prosecution.
4: No, no, no. It might still Jack Smith a little bit. No, right. Every, everybody else is going to keep doing their thing. And I, I just don't tell me I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. Don't tell me I'm not hearing what I'm hearing. It's enough already. So and I, I know I, I know somebody
0: who works. I know somebody who works at the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals down here in New Orleans. Um, uh-huh. if, if the government was shut down, she still had to go to work because she's considered an essential employee. All that means is she would not have gotten paid. So there are people who are – I'm sure Jack Smith's an essential – I'm sure all the people in the Department of Justice are essential employees. All it meant is that they wouldn't have gotten paid. They still had to do their work. They would have just gotten paid yeah. for it. So Donald Trump could have still – I mean, everybody who's you know running you know federal prisons, all that stuff, right. they're all getting paid. They're all working. They're essential. They're just not getting paid. So not only now are you having to deal with that, you're now going to have people who are angry with you because you've spurred these people to shut the government down just because you think that it's going to help your criminal thing.
4: What a successful businessman said, no, actually successful businessman. The man bankrupted two casinos. He's not allowed to run a business in New York. Why do you look at him as a leader? Why? Why, why, why won't you answer these questions? These are the questions I want the MSM to be asking of the Trump surrogates who continue to go on television. Not these, not the softballs that they keep throwing around, not, and not letting them bloviate endlessly without any accountability. I want to know why Kevin McCarthy went crawling back to Trump two weeks after January 6th. I want to know why the mainstream media can't report on Trump accurately and Joe Biden accurately. I don't understand right. it. I don't understand why it's so hard for them to present the facts of what the Biden administration is doing. I don't understand why it is so hard to cut through all of this bullshit. If I was a member of the mainstream media and my job was reporting on all of politics, I would have been, I, I assumed, and I know this is naive of me, but you would think they would have taken a giant collective sigh of relief and say, huzzah, a normal administration to report on again. Thank you, American voters. And take that and go back and be like, here's the Biden administration. By the way, Donald Trump is a criminal. Who's facing all of these charges? Thank you, Anne night. That did not, well, happen, mean, of course, because the problem is pervasive the red meat.
0: The problem is pervasive all through the media. I was talking about this the other day. I, my most recent, my previous fat man rant that I did is on, you know, one of the local races. They was one of the most progressive candidates in Louisiana uh, in, in the, the local in the Louisiana legislature. Uh, one of the people challenging her is being backed by the corrupt head of the Louisiana Democratic Party um, because they want they want somebody who they can control and they can't control the sitting in the, the, the person who's running for reelection. Um, they're pu- right. They keep pushing this lie that sh- that the incumbent voted for an open carry bill. She didn't. She voted against it, clearly. But the media won't even say she didn't vote oh. against. She didn't vote for it. She voted like it. T- it took like a like the next day to say, oh, and then it's um, too late. Right. Well, look, I know I, when I ran for Congress in 2004, the Sunday paper, the biggest paper of the week before the Tuesday election listed the ballot and put me as a frickin Republican. I was so <gasps> pissed off. And I called, oh I, I called him up and I was like, what the hell's your problem? This is this. So they put in a, they've changed on Monday. They put in a retraction. Oh, we're, we're, we 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 incorrectly reported. How, who reads the retractions? We incorrectly Nobody. reported that Dan Zimmerman was a Republican, but he's really a Democrat. And then on Tuesday, they re-ran the same ballot, showing me as a Republican again.
4: Did oh, I ever? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so painful. it's like,
0: they're That's lazy. Painful. They're so lazy. They don't give a crap. They, oh, they it's just. Oh, so
4: frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating, especially when you're, A person like myself, first of all, I'm unemployed. I've been unemployed since the end of July. It's fucking scary. And Mm. all of these people have – there are these people out in the world who are being paid to write about politics, and they are very bad at it. They are so bad at it, and it's very frustrating for me. And, you know, not to toot my own horn too much, but after Bob's show today, everyone's like, why isn't Tara hosting a show? Why isn't Tara writing for these people? Why isn't Tara doing this? I don't know why. I don't know who pays anybody to write the truth about anybody anymore because everybody's so busy doing the rage clicking and trying to rise above. They don't care if people are like what they write anymore. It's all about how much traffic can we drive to our site? What is the ragiest headline that we can put up here so that people will come to us and read this? So let's write a thing about how Martin Short isn't funny. That'll make people go over (laughs) to our website and be mad Let's write a thing about how Taylor Swift isn't talented. People will go to our website. It doesn't matter if they're doing it because they're mad or they agree. This is where we are now. And I, I don't have a job writing about politics, but there is a person at the National Review who writes like a sixth grade mean girl and says of Taylor Swift, why does anyone like her? I don't have a job writing about politics, but there is a woman at the Washington Post who was paid to write an op-ed where she wrote about the Republicans and she said, I don't care very much for Republicans, but at least Donald Trump still knows how to
0: dress. Right.
4: Fuck? What fuck?
0: And for everybody now, in the chat on YouTube, that link to that article that Tara wrote about that is right here in the chat. So I'm just linking that for y'all right you. there. you. I had to
4: put it on my <laughs> su- I had to put it on my shop sub- because the Washington Post rejected it. So right. I don't think the media really likes it when you tell them what to do. So but here's the thing. And well, actually, no that, that and actually add...
0: wait. Let me rewind. That was what? the that that was the link to the that was the link to the other thing. Hold on, let me let me Oh
4: well put all eh, the links wait, on. everybody should be reading what I write.
0: I will. Hold on, let me just let me just okay. switch that up Thank real quick. You. Um but this is, right this, before is we, uh, the, yeah. this is the one about the this is the one about the mainstream media thing. Okay, and then this hint. is the link yeah. this is the link to your book. <laughs>
4: okay, we'll get to the book. But Jeff Tiedrick, who I love, it's Jeff Tiedrick. He actually responded to my subtext. He's like, that's how you write a headline. Because right. it's the MSM, is PTSD from, from, from TST. They do. They don't know how to cover Joe Biden. You cannot Trumpify Joe Biden. He's not Donald Trump. He's not an ineffectual buffoon. He is a lifelong public servant who actually knows what he's doing and is doing a very good job. And I heard you talking about his student loan stuff right before I came on with you. I have a friend who found out just a couple of weeks ago that she's, uh, she's gotten like, I'm not going to say how much, but a significant, like more than 30K of what you're talking about. She's going to be, she's, her life totally changed because of the debt relief that she received. It's right. life-changing. Life-changing for her, for her kids, because she's a struggling single mom too, and she's living hand-to-mouth and paycheck-to-paycheck like most people. It makes a huge difference. She showed me the number of how much got taken off her, her back. Not going to show up on her credit report anymore. It's not going to hound her for the rest of her life. Right. The burden that was eased from my friend, I could cry because she's so, I mean, I, if I ever meet Joe Biden, I'm going to hug him and kiss him. I'm going to say that is from, and I'm going to say in my friend's name because and then, then I, when I, I we were, like, almost trying together, and I said, does Joe Biden have your vote now in 2024? And she started laughing. She's like, you know, I was going to vote for him again anyway, but now I'm going to vote for him extra hard. So <laughs> when the MSM is not reporting on that, you know, when they're not reporting on the good stuff, when they don't lead with what – because it, that, that, there's that line, if it bleeds, it leads.
0: Right. It,
4: so I, I think we have to change that. I really – that we find something else because – What we need is a collective calming down of the American temper. We are all living, like I said to Bob, we're all living at threat level midnight. Everybody's ready to rage. Everybody's ready to get angry at the news. Everybody's angry to write the the rage tweet that's going to go viral or whatever it is. And I'm so exhausted from it. I mean, I'm guilty of it because I'm a responsive tweeter. I'm reactive. Um, And so, but at the same time, If every single mainstream media newslet, short of there's a huge, you know, event or some tragedy happened or something major, start your news with, here's what the Biden administration did for America today. Here's why your life is better today because of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And there's a poll quote from the Substack that one of my followers tweeted just before I came on the air with you. And it's the quote from Stephanie Rule from MSNBC. And they were covering one of the, I think it was Trump's second arrest. Mm-hmm. Of course, his third one, I don't know, he may have the <laughs> third one, but the blanket wall-to-wall coverage, the breathless wall-to-wall, now the motorcade is driving down, now this is happening, oh, we can't see him, but that's where he was standing, you know, all of that shit, and Stephanie Rule interjected at one point, you know, I'm sure the White House would love it if we opened every one of our broadcasts with a 10-minute segment on what the Biden administration accomplished that day. And I was like, yes, please, Stephanie. Rule. Well, wouldn't that be nice if you actually did your fucking oh, yeah. job? Because your job is to tell us the truth and tell us the news. Tell us what's going on in the country. Don't tell me what people are trying to do to undermine our country. We already know that. Tell me what the Biden administration is doing to make my life better. I voted for him. Tell me what, tell me what my vote got me today. And then right. if it's on ABC, NBC, CBS, and then it's also on MSNBC. I don't have any faith in CNN. Those satellite, quote-unquote, info disinfotainment stations like Newsmax and OAN and Fox News, they just look stupider, if that's right. even possible. When, when Sean Hannity's on there going, well, you know, it's going to be David Duke or Donald Trump for speaker. It's like, shut your fucking mouth, client number three. Why are you not in prison? Why is he not in prison? He was on the, he was on the payroll as well. Like, if Michael Cohen is taking care of things for you because Donald Trump told him to, you should be held accountable for that, Sean Hannity. So the it's all about, like, the abnormality of what we've accept, ex, accepted as our daily news. And I know people try. We see Rachel Maddow tries to cut through it and Joy Ann Reed tries to cut through it. But it's a lot of uh, too little too late because you can sit there and rant with Donald Trump's picture next to you, and you could be yadda yadda and This is bad what he did. This is bad. This is so bad what he did. But then you have Kristen Welker sitting right across from him, barely holding him accountable. Barely. I mean, there were a couple of things that she said that were like, what about this? He was like, I'm not going to answer that. I'm going to steamroll, blah, 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 blah. This is terrible. Blah, blah, blah. That's
0: and I you think guys. you've mentioned this before. I, I I want to say you've talked about this before a little bit, briefly. Probably and one of, my, one of my biggest things, uh, that i 've recently had a big problem with is is when whenever the media starts talking about like polling data like
5: mm.
0: because like oh, for example they 'll start talking about oh sixty five percent of America supports nope. abortion rights in some straight some straight or form well here 's the problem with those polls is that if they don 't if they 're not say also polling the people and saying, well, do those people also say that if the politicians in their district don 't Support abortion rights that they 're going to vote them out of office because if you're sitting here in a in a red district and you might you might you might hear that maybe fifty five percent sixty percent of your district supports some sort of abortion rights or opposes the bill you just voted for, but if you still know at the end of the day that they 're going to vote for you because they're not going to because they 're going to reject. You know they're going to reject the Democrats, or they they are like, oh well, you know I I believe abortion should be legal, but I still hate all the other things that Democrats stand for, so I'm still going to vote for the schmuck that passed this horrible law. You know, so so they yeah. they're not giving the whole story there, but they well, but they, they sit they there can. and they're like, how can they support this thing when 65%? Because you're not oh. asking the right questions, you dumbasses.
4: Not only that. I have never been polled about anything in my life, and these polls are subjective, and it's a very small control group, and it does not represent the entire United States. And to be talking about polls, twelve, you know, fourteen months before an election is a waste of time. It is rage cycle inducing clickbait bullshit. I'm, right. t- it's bullshit, and don't tell me about polls anymore. Because every poll had Hillary Clinton winning by a landslide. Thanks a lot, uh, everybody over there who ruined it for her in October. I mean, just, I mean, all of that. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. You know what I care about? I care about votes. How many votes are we getting? Is my vote going to matter? Is my vote going to matter in November 2024? Or are they going to try to steal that election too? Because every House seat is up for grabs. Every single House seat is up for grabs. We seriously need to make sure that we have – I mean, the Democrats will always have a unifying message. We will always have a strong leader. We will always be able to say, here's what Democrats have delivered. Here's what Democrats do. The Republicans will only be able to pick out scapegoats and bully, and they will never be able to say, here's our platform because they don't have one. They can't say here's our message. We don't because they don't have one. They can't show you anything that they've done for America because they've done fuck all. And it's astonishing to me that we have, have to even have this conversation when it is glaringly obvious the disarray in the GOP and the unity in the in the Democratic Party. And um,
0: I think the, the, Mary the, Trump. The, the most basic thing about that. Yeah. What was the Republican Party platform in 2020? I don't know. We, nope, Trump. there was none. They didn't pass one. They, they didn't have one. No.
4: They, 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 they decided
0: to not have one because all all it was was support Donald Trump. That's it.
4: Right. And so Mary Trump, I think, tweeted. She quote tweeted. I think it was John Harwood, and he said, "If it was that the the Dem- if it was that Congress doesn't work, then we would see failures like this repeatedly from the Democrats. We don't see failures like this from the Democrats. It's the Republican Party that's broken." Because it's not the Democrats, it's not the Democrats. You saw how unified the Democrats were during the vote for McCarthy. They all voted no. They were all like, they were like, bye. Or they voted, they voted him out. They all voted yay to vote him out. They have a leader. We have Hakeem Jeffries. He is a true leader. Everyone stands behind him, and he will. He can unify the, the caucus, our caucus. And we can have a majority as long as we can clean house.
3: We should be getting
4: yeah. rid of these these members who are complicit and remain loyal to Donald Trump. I mean, George Santos isn't he, Hasn't he been sentenced? Hasn't Santos been sentenced? And isn't he supposed to like report to prison? Isn't that happening? I don't. Or the, I don't think happened? so.
0: I don't think so. Yeah, I don't if, even think he he's been convicted. Yet. I don't know. And,
4: no, there was a another there was some sentencing here, and he had to show up. Or see, since nobody's making me, no one's paying me to write about politics. I don't have to pay as close attention, but I, I, I can't keep up. It's not that I'm not paying attention. It's that I can't keep up with everything. Um, but if somebody assigned to me about George Santos and paid to write for, about him, then I sure would. So anyway, but he, he's not getting away with that, that shit that he's doing in New York. He's going to be sentenced right. to something. He's going to be removed from Congress before the end of his term. I, I, think, I think I'm right about that. And if I'm not right yeah, about that, maybe someone in the chat can find out but I'm I don't,
0: see, I don't think he's been convicted yet. I think he's been charged
4: not yet uh, but, charged but he but but he still
0: but he still and he he was released on bond and there was questions as to right. who paid his bond but he right. that uh, was a while
4: he, ago but then he had right. second week of September he was supposed to report back and then I kind of lost the thread there but I'm pretty sure that he's been he's has to go back for sentencing and will be sentenced. Like he's not getting away with this. He's not. He's not going to be a free man. So that means his seat will be vacant. And that means if his seat is vacant, keep going. And I would. I would also say that eventually, when the Democrats get the power back, I would really love a new House rule that if a sitting member, actually, it should be an entire congressional rule, the a sitting member of Congress is currently under investigation by a congressional committee. That member of Congress is put on leave, paid leave or not. I don't, you know, whatever. You can dispute that. Matt Gates should not have one ounce of power. Matt Gates should not have been hopping all over the House floor from Mike to Mike, like he was performing with a rap group at a, you know, a festival or something, because he's a sex trafficking rapist, and he's that's what he's being investigated for. And he should not, he should not be on the House floor speaking about anything. He should be home. Watching it on TV like the rest of us, because he's under investigation. He should be suspended, and I think that should be. I don't think that's asking a lot. I, think I mean, since the be, Republicans sure, love
0: nicknames so much, I think I think people should be calling him Pizza Gates because Pizza they love Gates. to talk about they love talking about Pizza Gates so much. They should be calling him Pizza Gates because well, I mean. Well, that, Nick but has, I
4: mean, he has so many nicknames already. You know, Rapy McFarhead and Captain <laughs> Venmo, and those. I I I like Captain Venmo myself, but you know. And my my personal experience with Matt Gates makes me really extra want him to go to prison. And I've told the House Ethics Committee in both of my formal complaints that I'm more than happy. I will walk to Washington on my fingertips if I have to, if it means I get to testify against Matt Gates. But I don't think that'll happen. But it should happen. Okay. That's whatever happened, the in Nestor, whatever happened to Nestor.
0: Whatever happened to Nestor? Well,
4: well, I mean, once you get over the age of consent, I don't think there's a lot Matt Gates can do to you. So. Right. Except, except Rufy, you put you on a plane to California and make you marry him. That's what happened to Ginger. So, be careful. Just don't ever turn your back on Matt Gates and never take a drink from him. And that I like be, that you
0: said poor Nestor because I used to say poor Nestor all the damn time.
4: That used to be my man. thing.
0: Poor Nestor. Poor Nestor.
4: Poor Nestor. You know. I, and anytime <laughs> says anytime anybody says Nestor, and this is going way back. This is like. You have to be very much Gen X to remember this. But back in the early 70s, there was a Rankin-Bass Christmas special about Nestor the Christmas donkey. Do you remember this? <laughs> I, and he I had exceptionally so. long ears. He had way too long ears. And he would step on his ears and fall over. And if he, if he kept doing that, the wise men would not choose him to deliver the gift to the baby Jesus. Little Jewish tarot is watching this in New Jersey in like <laughs> 1972. But the point was, there was this re- repetitive thing where you would step on his ear and then he would try to, and his mother would go, ears, Nestor. And he would say, yes, mama. And so for like the longest time, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like watch your beers, Nestor. Yes, mama. Because, you know, Matt Gates will spike your drink and then rape you. Um, so anyway, <laughs> he should not be walking around free is the bottom line. Nor should Jim Jordan been ignoring a congressional subpoena for like 550 days, Eric Swalwell can tell you exactly how many days
0: because he keeps it count.
4: Um,
0: I love. And no, sure Swalwell Bob Menendez. So I mean, no, sure Bob Menendez. Bye,
4: Bob. Please.
0: Goodbye. Like. Yes.
4: Oh, and when you say Democrats can't hold our own accountable, get Bob Menendez the fuck out of Congress. Goodbye. Right. Bye. And take Clarence Thomas with you because you did the same fucking thing. Bye, both of you. Get the fuck out. You're not. You shouldn't be committing crimes while a member of the government. Like why, this is not a difficult thing. Why aren't we holding more people accountable? It, 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 it seems logical to me. You know, it just makes sense to me. Hold people accountable when they do bad things. Report on them accurately when they do bad things. Also report on them accurately when they do good things. That seems to right. be escaping people. Out there somewhere in the world, there has to be a, a website that, that writes about politics. That would, ex- that would pay me to write about them truthfully. That's what I'm after. I am always after the truth. I really don't care where it, com- where it comes from or who's-, who's in the spotlight of the truth. If it's Bob Menendez, if it's Lindsey Graham, it doesn't matter. If there's corruption in our, in our Congress, I want it out. And if there's-, there's traitors in our government, I want them out. I don't oh, yeah. care who they are. I don't care how rich they are. I don't care who their daddy is. I don't care if you and I did anything, any, any of the one gazillion things that Donald Trump did, we would be in prison right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, and they, they love to bring up, all oh, Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton Bill Clinton went to, like, you know, Epstein's Island or whatever. I was like, well, oh, if Bill
4: shut cl-. your fucking, I'm like, fucking mouth, I'm apples. like, if, I hate, I if Bill
0: Clinton did do anything illegal anywhere with kids, bury him under the prison. That's the difference between us and them. If, if it was shown that Bill yeah. Clinton did anything illegal with children or whoever, then there's no way throw he him did. under the prison. You know, how I know but, you know
4: how I know he didn't? You know how I know hmm. he didn't? Hillary Clinton will put up with a lot of shit, okay? Mm. She's obviously capable. Uh, whatever goes on in their marriage is their business. I'll tell you right now, right. Hillary Clinton got even a whiff that Bill Clinton was, do- was you know, diddling children, she'd be gone. It's one right. thing, the intern, like at least Monica was over the age of consent. That was a consenting adult situation. Good, bad, and different, whether you care about it or not, whether you thought he should have been impeached or not. At least he didn't fuck over the country while he was getting head, right? Like at least he was, at no time did our country suffer because our president couldn't keep keep it in his pants. You know, and there was a part of it, like I felt bad for Hillary because nobody needs to know. The the whole world knew her husband cheated on her. That's embarrassing. At the same time, though, I was kind of like, I kind of like the idea that our president has a sex drive. You know, <laughs> that he has a sex drive. It means that he's zero, that he's zero and that he's got testosterone. And he, he's like, he just at the end of the day, he needs he needs to wind down, you know, because like, he's still so doing the job. But that was, of course, 1999 mentality.
5: Mm-hmm. Today,
4: of course, he was a, yes, he took advantage of a younger girl's crush on him. He absolutely shouldn't have done that. Blah, 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 blah. Two adults did a bad. It's a tale as old as time. Hillary was like, you know what? You're not going to do it again. Great, we'll be all right. If he touched a child, she'd be like, goodbye forever. We'll figure right. out a way to spin this so that you don't look bad. But no, I will not stay married to a man that I know touched a child. So I would love to I, – I, I need to believe that in my core of my being because I've loved Hillary for so long. I, I don't think she would tolerate if she had knowledge doesn't have knowledge and he did that and then we find out that he did that that's an entirely different thing i don't think that she would uh be an accessory
0: to such a thing but if it was shown anybody says right but Mm -hmm. if it was shown that donald trump did the same thing and did something with a kid they would they would find his supporters would find some way to blame the kids like that's what um
4: I mean, all of those pictures of Avant with him with his daughter on his lap, and he's feeling her up, and he's kissing her, and all of the things, and everyone's like, what, he just loves his daughter. I'm like, not in the way he should. That's bad right. he doesn't. He doesn't love his daughter the way Joe Biden loves his children. They are so jealous of the way Joe Biden loves his children. They are so jealous of the reason they went after Hunter Biden is because Don Jr. is unloved, and Donald Trump is unloved, and they are jealous of Hunter Biden being loved by his father.
5: And they it's can't just fathom like it.
4: Crockett said they can't because they've never felt it. They don't know what unconditional love feels like. They were brought up in households where it was, they were not loved. They were not coddled. They were not held. They, they, I mean, no one loved Donald Trump enough to teach him how to ride a bike. Someone who loves you teaches you to ride a bike most of the time, right? It's your parents, right. your grandparents, your uncle, your cousin, whatever. Somebody who loves you and cares about you teaches you to ride a bike. Nobody, nobody in Donald's life cared about that. His parents didn't care about him. His parents cared about himself, just like Elon Musk's parents. It's the same. It is like the same pattern. You have this overprivileged, unloved, mediocre white guy who is handed all of this money but no accountability. So of course he's an unchecked, raging lunatic full of narcissism by the time he hits a certain age and he's completely out of control because no one's ever said no and no one has ever stopped them for whatever the reasons are because people get this stupid idea that if someone has millions, it makes them a natural leader or it makes them smart or it makes them competent and that's just not true. That is just not true. Donald Trump is a nepo baby. His children are nepo babies. None of them are worth a dime. None of them have proven their worth. worse. All they have done is stampeded over everybody else their entire lives because no one told them they couldn't. That's how yep. we get Donald Trump. That's how we get Elon Musk. And uh, by the way, Elon Musk, who thinks that Elon Musk has no oh, social cue awareness. He's on the spectrum. He should not be running a social media site. He should not dictate how other people... Uh, use the first amendment. That's not up to him. And uh, all, I think he's going to, he's going to lose it out really soon on this. I don't think he can sustain this anymore. I think he's going to, I mean, I don't know who's bailing him out of this terrible investment, but it's not me.
5: And all
4: of these ideas that he had for Twitter, like we saw, we saw that, that, uh, that blueprint thing that came from the far right guy who decided this is how you should destroy Twitter. And then Elon was like, okay, I'll do that. I'll destroy Twitter. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Sure. deplatform it. Great. So, but And instead of doing that with Gab, taking over Gab or taking over another far-right platform or creating his own, it was intentional because they wanted to make sure that no one could trust the communications they saw on the number one communication tool on the planet. I would love to believe that. You can and, and as soon a, as
0: Elon took over, as soon as Elon took over, it went from me like seeing lots of leftist progressive stuff and me arguing with some leftists who like you know were were trying to say that I was a Republican, uh, to me right. seeing none of that usually, and then uh, unless somebody necrothread something, and then instead me seeing nothing but horrible right wing trash, like all exactly. the live-long day, all yeah.
4: just the absolute worst for the sake of it, and telling us, you can't have DMs, or you can only do this, or you can only do this if you pay, you can't block people. Oh, yeah? Elon Musk's mom has me blocked. So every time he was talking about, we're taking away blocking, I would respond with my screenshot of my May Musk block, and I'd be like, yeah, tell it to your mom. So I think we can, but we can still block people. So I think eventually he's going to not be able to sustain this anymore, and he's going to end up selling it off. The highest bidder, which I hope is not the Saudis, but a collective of people who are invested in truth and journalism, tr- and keeping this keeping Twitter a place where everyone can feel safe, not not you know not to the point where it's icky snowflake and we're very skin we're all stepping on eggshells, but what Twitter was before Elon right. took over and it had its flaws when Jack Dorsey was in charge and it was starting to deteriorate a little bit because Jack was like, I don't know, maybe you shouldn't get vaccinated. I, you know, like that shit. We didn't need that shit. But for the most part, at least I had my blue check. I had my followers. I knew where my, my lane was. I knew who was going to be in my lane with me. I was fine being in DM rooms because people were normal. And then all of a sudden everything just got all fucked up. And now I don't know who sees my tweets. I'm shocked that anybody sees my tweets. I'm trying to promote a book that has nothing to do with politics. So guess how much engagement I'm getting on my book tweets? Hardly any because I'm not making anybody outraged with them, and I'm not tagging manga people in them because I don't even I mean, – first of all, they don't read. But, I mean, I don't even (laughs) think that they are aware that I'm doing it because I'm not using any of their hashtags or any of their keywords that trigger their bots to come after me. I mean, I'm still – finding the terrible political people i'm still responding to them i'm still doing that i'm not getting trolled nearly as much as i used to i'm i see plenty of anti-semitism just going through the regular feed but it's not directed at me anymore
0: right as, or not well, as it took much, forever as, to, to as get as that much. one person kicked off or the one person was um said horribly yeah. antisemitic stuff and i think both of us reported yeah. it And it took, it took a very long time for for them to finally take it down
4: Yes, and then there are still other ones that are still up. And uh, you know, oh, yeah. just, and, that's, and that's the frustration that I have, because it's like nothing was wrong. I mean, this platform wasn't perfect, but you didn't have to make these drastic changes. Nobody should have to pay to use Twitter for any reason, not to edit a tweet, not to boost a tweet, not for anything. They should not have to pay for it. It should be, you know, it's it was free. It used to be free, and the blue check marks were given for a reason and that reason mattered and it meant that when you saw a blue check mark you could trust that that was that person and then right. it was up to you to decide if you like that person or you don't like that person and now you don't know now somebody with 12 followers and their mom's credit card can have a blue check and show up in your feed and look like an authority on world politics when they're just posting the stupid gr- green frog memes so I would hope, and, you know, when, he, when all of this started, it's been about, you know, a year since we've had, been having the Elon conversation. I said it wasn't sustainable from the outset, and I still believe that, and I still believe that, you know, he's never going to recoup on his investment. He's not a smart businessman. Donald Trump is not a smart businessman. These are just overprivileged, you know, nepo babies, and nobody mm-hmm. ever took them to task, and nobody ever taught them to behave like adults. And no one ever made them you know. No one ever called them on their shit in a way that was uh, life affirming. Like made them like, oh, oh shit, I didn't know I was doing that. Like they don't have any self awareness. They don't, and they're not interested. They're not interested in anything except clicks, clicks from the fanboys. All they want, and the longer they can keep duping them and grifting them, that's what they care about. So that's why for me, it's constantly about trying to yell the truth louder than what they're doing. And begging the MSM to just tell the truth, tell the truth about Joe Biden and present it in a way that it doesn't – it doesn't have to be sexy. I'm sorry if you don't think student loan forgiveness is exciting and interesting, but plenty of other – plenty of people do. I know you told more people about it. I know you do.
0: Oh, I, I, do, I teared I up today. Collective... I, I I cried a little bit today because I was not expecting to be able to. a beautiful
4: moment. Yeah. I know. I'm so happy for you. I really am. And, and, is, but and, that, and that's, why that's why part so... one.
0: And that's right. part one. Because I know you, you said your friend had a lot, you know, whatever. This yeah. is just part okay. one. Because part two is when I find out how many months get chopped off. So how right. so when I find it, because I have 128 payments. So part two is I'm going to find out how many payments I'm really going to have after they deduct the months and forbearance and deferments and stuff like that, that that are going to get right. taken away. And in, on, under my calculations, if I'm right, it should be about the end of December of 2025 instead of being like 10 years. Like I think it right. should be like maybe two years left, maybe, maybe give or take a few months. But if, if I'm calculating my, what, what I'm thinking, what I've paid previously versus everything else, I'm thinking after they do the calculations instead of having, 10 years left, I'm going to have like two years left, which is going to make even more money that I'm going to save of money out of my pocket. But then once that happens, it's six figures of student loan debt that gets wiped away. So
4: And, And no Republican would ever do that.
0: Nope. No Republican
4: president would ever do that. So the message that we need to have consistently put out there, it's four words. Democrats deliver, Republicans remove. Republicans don't want us to have any nice things. Democrats want us to have all the nice things. Democrats want us to thrive and survive, and Republicans want us to die as soon as humanly possible. None of that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Dead people can't vote for you. Dead people can't keep you in office. I don't know why. I I mean, I understand you want an obedient, white, poor, sick, Christian army, to follow your rules of dear leader and and you want to turn this into, you know, a a fascist dictatorship. I get, I get that. Um, I'm just not going to help you do it. So no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. So the more we talk about, I'm so proud to be a Democrat. Even, even when we get blemishes on our records with guys like Bob Menendez, he's, he's the exception in the democratic party, but in, in, If he was a Republican, no one would be fazed by his behavior. And he's trying to get away with it like he's a Republican. And we're like, you're not a Republican. No, you can't get away with this. Right. And that has to be for every single elected official, no matter where you are, no matter your party affiliation, from president to dog catcher, if people have voted for you, you have a responsibility to do your fucking job. And it's not party over country. It's country over party. And if you don't choose your country because you're busy choosing Donald Trump, you are a traitor to the United States. It is, it is as simple as that. And if more people started saying that, that would matter. It is Call what it is. What it is. Thank you. It is what it is, and <laughs> what it is is treason. What it is yep. is treason. And I'm not okay with it, and I'm not okay with Marjorie Taylor Greene walking around free. Marjorie Taylor Greene has a book coming out, Dan. Marjorie Taylor Greene. So
0: yep. well, yeah well we
4: already know. Marjorie green she has has a book it. coming
0: out in her name, yeah,
4: in her name, with her name on it, but she you know we all know she didn't write it, she can't even write a tweet. she can't spell she mangles the English language every so it' was single her time book' be written opened. in crayon, oh my god, so and it's and it's published by Don junior's quote unquote publishing company, which you might as well call it a money laundering service called Winning. Team press,
5: please,
4: <laughs> please. And the great thing about money is that it's still green when you launder the blood off of it. So um, some poor ghost writer is in a fetal position somewhere, having accepted money to write Aunt Marjorie Taylor Greene's book.
5: Right. And when
4: that thing comes out, I don't know when it, when it comes out, but I can't have Mar And what's going to happen? The Republican, the RNC will buy her book in bulk so it'll look like she's got a bestseller, or she'll claim she has a bestseller because 100,000 copies got sold, or 150,000 copies got sold because the RNC bought it. Where I'm like, I, I sold 128 books. So, right. um I, I, sold, well, I sold. Hopefully 128. you'll sell more.
0: Hopefully you'll sell hope more. So, but but it's, it's the, the,
4: the,
0: the link is pinned to the that, top of the chat, and I've shared the link several times. So please, if, if you're you in the chat, if the you rock- have not, if you have not yet bought Tara's book, please make sure to do so. I'm, I'm linking to it again. Kindle, use that link. Please, use that link specifically because it helps me too.
4: <laughs> yes, and if, if you would get it on the Kindle, the great thing about the Kindle, I mean, there is a paperback version. The print is a little small because Amazon won't fix it, and fuck them. I uploaded it in eleven point five, but they were like, "Oh, it's too big. You have to fill this." But nah, yeah, it's gonna be eight points, so it's tiny. But if you get it on the Kindle, as part of the, there's, I have royalties, but then there's what the, what is called the Kindle. It's like the Kindle Publishing Global Fund or something like that, and you get a portion of royalties based on how many pages are read on the Kindle. So when people buy my book on the Kindle and they read, that's cumulative, and I get money for that too. Oh, like if people are on on, if,
0: if people are like on Kindle Unlimited or whatever, and they and they read yeah. the pages on Kindle Unlimited, they still yep. get okay. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. So yeah. So if you have Kindle Unlimited, go read it, and then read the pages, and there you go. And then it helps helps out that way too. And read it all the way way to
4: the end. That would be super. It's a rock and roll love story. It's the ultimate meta fan fiction. Um, It's gotten so far. The reviews are fantastic. Everyone's like, I can't put it down. It's a fun, sexy page turner. It's it's. I'm so I'm so grateful, and I feel really you know just grat. It's gratifying to have. You, I mean, writing politics and writing my opinion is one thing, and have people respond to me as me in my writing, in my voice as me, is one thing. But for me to write something that's completely made up, that right? i fictional, everything is fiction. I mean, yes, it's based on a real incident that really happened to me, but I never went home with Dave Grohl. His loss. Right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, it, it's it like an
0: alternate reality. That. Like what would have happened if this event happened exactly. and then it went this way instead, the right. alternate universe right. where, exactly. where, where,
4: where, that where, where Tara cheats on her husband. Is, <laughs> what, no.
0: No, no. Okay.
4: In the, I never. So, okay. so in the book, in the book, the character that is based on me, she's in an unhappy marriage, but she doesn't have a child. I had a two year old at the time. She's okay. now 24. Um, but in the book, the woman wins a contest to go see her favorite band. And she sees this as an opportunity to leave her bad marriage. She's going to leave her bad marriage, and she's going to go have her own life in Los Angeles. She's going to go find a job. She used to work in the music business. She's going to work in the music business. It's going to be Christian, only 32. She has her whole life ahead of her. And then she goes to this concert, and the lead singer calls her out from the stage, like Dave Grohl called me out by name from the stage. And then instead of going home to her husband like I had to, she goes home with the lead singer of the band in the book and they have a thing. And she's like, Oh my God, I love you. And then for a while, it's awesome. And then after a while, she's like, Hey, wait a minute. I wasn't going to do this. I was going to go live my, I was left a man's life to go live my own life. And instead I started living this man's life. What am I doing? So my one liner for the book is it's almost famous meets the way we were on the warped tour because it takes place in the early 2000s before social media was a thing and ruined everything, and it has that feminist through line that a lot of women deal with, which is the world expects us to swallow a lot of shit and smile like they said it's cake. And, we're, and Oprah calls it the disease to please, where we've been socialized to smile, and even if we're screaming on the inside, no one will know it because we're women and we're not allowed to, to, to rock the boat. We're supposed to accommodate everybody and make everybody feel comfortable and happy, and that's our job. And in the book, she's like, I haven't signed up for that. I didn't sign up for that. That's nope, nope, nope. And what about my life? And everyone's like, well, you know, now you have to do this. And she said, but why? Why do I have to do that? And it has an ambivalent ending, not a neat, tidy, happy ending. So anyway, it's the best thing I've ever written. I've never loved anything like this in my life that I've written. And the responses are so gratifying. But I need us to make my book go viral so I can get the attention of, like, a production company because I can see the streaming series it should be. And I want to sell it to Hollywood now that the writer strike is over. I can join the WGA and get all the benefits of being in a union. Seriously, I need, I need that. I would love to be a part of the WGA. I strongly believe in the power of unions. Um, I absolutely su- still support the sag after strike. I support the Kaiser Permanente strike. I support any strike where workers are being treated unfairly and their bosses are sitting up on, on you know piles of money and all of that unfair treatment. Totally. I'm totally ready to join the W-A- WGA and be a unionized, good, you know, American worker, all of that. But I can't do it by myself. I don't have an agent. I don't have a job. I'm complete- I am I had to borrow money from my mother to pay my rent. I'm 54. It's a- I don't want to live like this. I don't want to ask people to donate to my Venmo. or. I mean, I want people to sign up for my Substack. yes, please. I want people to buy my book for sure. But uh, I also want to be able to feed myself. And so nice. not having a job is terrifying. This is the first time. I mean, even during the pandemic, I had a job because I was writing for political websites from home. So this is the first time in a decade that I haven't had a job. And that's very scary me. I don't like it. And so um, uh, the radio stations in Portland refused to hire me back because I'm scary. And uh, I can't. I, I don't know where else to apply for a job writing about politics. That will pay me. So I'm in this very scary, weird limbo that I'm not happy about, and I'm trying to find And my friends are like, well, I have a friend who owns a trucking company out in Hillsboro, and they need somebody to answer the phone. And I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. sure. I mean, I'm not saying I'm too good for that because I'm not. I'm not too good for that. I'm not too good for None of us are too good for any job. I worked right. in the service industry for a very long time. I broke my back doing it not physically, but like, it's so exhausting. I can't do it now. I'm 54. My body won't do it. I can't lift heavy shit anymore. I can't be on my feet for 10 hours a day anymore. I can't do it. I just can't. So I, and I I feel like, you know, you reach a certain point in your life where you feel like I have a certain number, amount of notoriety. I'm known for this. I am known for political writing. I am known for voice work. I'm known for radio. I'm known for this. I'm And that's what I should be paid for. And then the whole world was like, No, no, we're not gonna pay you for that. But um, do you want to go work in this dispensary? Do you want to go work at (laughs) at a grocery store? Do you want to? (laughs) Oh, one. I actually put. I made a TikTok out of it because I was on the. uh, I'm on a million different job email lists. I got Mm -hmm. one from ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter sent me an email. It's all caps, Tara this job is paying a hundred dollars an hour in Portland. And I was like, Oh no. And I slipped sure. and it was exotic dancer.
5: Ah.
4: I didn't, that's not, that's not what my job alert is by the way. Right. I not signed up to for job alerts for exotic, not that that's not a valid job. It's an absolutely valid job. If you have the body, even if you don't have it, you have the, the audacity. If you, cause I will tell you right now, the strippers in Portland do not look like the strippers in showgirls. They do not. They all look like me. They're short, they're tattooed, they're pasty. Most of them have C-section scars. I don't have one of those. But anyway, what I'm saying is, Dan, you reach a certain point in your life and you're like, I shouldn't have to take a job that I shouldn't have to take. Like people should be lining up. Right. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, should they? I don't know. Should they be lining up for me? Do I have the right to say anything like that? So instead, we're just going to use manifestation language because all of TikTok is helping me manifest. There's all of these videos on TikTok about manifesting in between the tarot card readers and uh, um, the people who want to sell me clothes that will never fit me on TikTok. (laughs) There are these manifestation videos where if I just say the same things over and over again, you know, I'm a lucky girl and money just comes to me. and I'm just any day now it's going to land on my lap and it's just going to happen for me. That would be great if that was true sure so instead well there's no I mean
0: you, you clearly money. you clearly can talk for a good long time you clearly have a yes. lot of good things to say a lot of things that I agree right. with I mean you've made my job right. easy today just being able to talk right. about lots I'm not of good holding stuff you for but... two
4: hours we're wrapping this up because last time we were on for two hours I'm not doing that to I, anybody, I, I, I
0: don't, don't mind you being out you could be on for two and a half hours I'm fine with it no, you know, no, I like talking I like that. talking to you but there uh, but is there, a there's place
4: for this voice is the point yeah and I want to make money with it and I Yeah, you're sh- asking a lot because I used to. No,
0: you, yeah, and you should you know? you, sh- you should be able to have like you know a good monetized like whatever like if it's a YouTube channel yeah. or whatever if if, if it's on yeah. TikTok or whatever what you should yeah. be able to have several monetized streaming platforms where you're making money hand over fist because you're saying a lot of good things that are educated yeah. and informed like I'm yeah. like I, I've I've often had people tell me that this is the best podcast that nobody listens to because there's no that's reason why that's I should.
4: Racist. What a great tagline and a great way to advertise yourself. You should absolutely use that. I've tried.
0: There's, there's no, no, there's no, I mean,
4: keep doing it, keep doing it because if people, because that has, that's how you create word of mouth. That's how you do that. Like, why are you listening to this? This is the best podcast you're not listening to. Well, why am I not listening to it? Maybe I should listen to it. You, you, and the more that you do that and then the more guests that you have who can retweet you and say, well, I've been on this podcast. Why aren't you listening? Right. That's how you grow. If I think I need have to have to guests
0: like, say that. I think I need to have more guests say that. Like, like Liberal Dan Radio is the best podcast you're not listening to. So,
4: well, there, need... and there it is. You just said, here, here, record this and then use this to advertise. Liberal okay. Dan is the best podcast. What, what is it? Liberal, Liberal Dan, Dan Radio is the best podcast. Okay. Liberal Dan Radio is, wait, no, let me start over. Hi, this is Tara Dublin. Tara Dublin rocks on Twitter and TikTok. And I'm telling you right now, Liberal Dan Radio is the best... Oh, shit, I fucked up. You can edit it. You have the editing capability?
0: I do, but start you over... You need it all in one breath. Take two. You need it all you, in I one mean, I, I can okay, edit it, two. but whatever.
4: Take two. I'm a professional voiceover actor. I can do this. I take direction very well. Okay. Hi, this is Tara Dublin. Tara Dublin rocks on Twitter and TikTok. And I'm here to tell you that the best podcast you're currently not listening to is liberal Dan radio. I encourage you to rectify this immediately. That's liberal Dan radio. Check it out. And scene. I, I did that. Yeah. That happened. You can use that yeah. as much as you'd like. Perfect. Use it wherever. I don't know if it's going to help, but whatever I can do to help, because here's what we have to do in, in the community that we have created here. There's a good group of people here. The people who are listening to you are good people. The people who support you are good people. Al Sparks is good people. Bob Seska is good people. I'm good people. There's a lot of good people who are invested in getting the truth out into the world louder than what the MAGA people are getting out into the world. And if we continue to stay together and find each other and add to this community, that is how you create a movement. That is how you create heat on your podcast. That's how you get viral with your book. That's the coolest rock and roll love story anyone's ever written since Almost Famous
0: or Daisy Jones. Uh, it depends on what your take is.
4: I'm just saying.
0: I, see my when, catchy thing. I always in... thought my catchy thing that was going to hit on was, was that was going to take off was just simply the liberal and radio talk from the left. That's right.
4: I mean, and that's good too. And you should still mm-hmm. use that. You don't mm-hmm. have to have just one. And the, the more you All can right. get whatever, whatever, whatever hook that you can use to get people in, you, can't, you get them in, now you have to learn how to keep them once right. you have them, right? It's not just about getting listeners, it's about retaining listeners and growing your audience. And so, and that's the organic thing of what we're doing right now. You're helping me, I'm helping you. That's an organic and mutually beneficial relationship because we are invested in the same end result, which is yes. getting the truth out into the world while also being able to pay our bills don't think that's a lot to ask and um anyone who tries to mess with anybody's livelihood should never do that that's to their you know that's bad karma don't don't try to do that because like if you're trying to silence if you have a problem with the truth and you're trying to silence that you are actually the problem so it's up to us to continue speaking the truth and make people less afraid of it because the, 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 that's the other thing about the other, the right is that they have learned how to capitalize on fear. And they've made fear profitable and they've made people addicted to their fear and said, you know, being scared like this is normal and we're going to take care of you. And that's, they're not being taken care of. They're just staying scared. And they're used to feeling like that. They've gotten, it's like the, the Smashing Pumpkins line, I'm in love with my sadness. They're in love with this addiction that they have to this rage cycle that Donald Trump feeds them and has created. So it's up to us to show them that this is actually what you've been doing. It may, it may, some of them may never see it, but the more we tell the truth and the more you shine the light on the truth and the more we help each other in doing it, that's, you know, that's how movements stay strong. And it's all about community. And whether your community is online or in real life, those connections are real. They matter and they can be strengthened with the addition of more people. You know, it's like infrastructure. You know, nobody builds a bridge by themselves, and, it. you know, you need more than just laying down some planks. You need something to hold it up so that it will stay there. And so as we, you know, we wrap this up, anyone who's still listening, Democrats deliver, Republicans remove, beat that into people's heads. Republicans don't want us to be happy and successful. Democrats do. Yep. Uh, you know, All right, I mean, well, we can, if you want to, make, you know, whittle it down to its basis because we get so caught up in the smoke streams and the and the and the show. But what matters is the nuggets of truth that our country's foundations were built on. This is not a Christian nation. This is a free nation built Now, of course, it was a nation taken away from brown people and that's a whole other topic for a whole other time. But the reason the people came to this land in the first place was because they wanted to do what they wanted to do without anybody telling them they couldn't, whether it was worshiping the Sky Daddy or growing tobacco or whatever, dancing under the moon naked, what, whatever, whatever way you wanted to worship. They just wanted a free land to do that. So that's the land that we have. This is not a Christian nation. It doesn't belong to the Republican Party. It belongs to all right. of us. Right? So it's up exactly. to all of us to protect, to protect it. Equally, every square inch of American soil belongs. This land was made for you and me, Dan, and everybody listening. Listen to the words for this land is your land are true. It's the idea true. of I mean, Judeo-Christian
0: Christian is, is BS, too. There's no such thing as Judeo-Christian.
4: Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no, take God out of the pledge. Take God out yes. of a song that's supposed to be the national anthem. But this land is your land. This land is my land. And. If, who, we have to be the ones who are taking care of it, and if, if we're taking care of it, then we elect people that we trust to take care of it in the way we expect them to, and then we hold them to it. That's our, our role as voters, and it's their job to do the job that we voted for them to do. And when I argue with people um, about which Republicans, anybody who calls a Republican, like a, who votes with the Democrat, calls them a Ryan, I'm like, are they putting the greater good of the country, ahead of their own personal gain, that's their job. That is the job of every elected official in Congress, and it is the mainstream media's job to remind them of that. And if they're not going to do it, we have to do it. So someday maybe somebody will pay me to do that, but until such time, I will just have to uh, be grateful that I have wonderful friends like you who invite me on their show to give me the space to say such things.
0: And you're always welcome to do so anytime you wanna come on. Open invitation. Thank you.
4: It Thank it, it is
0: you. always great to have you on and yeah Thank and you, look, Dan. I've shared Thank you everybody I shared, your subs, who's listening. shared your sub stack, I shared your Thank Twitter you. and I also shared the Amazon link. Now I, I did make it my affiliate link so I can get a little little shekel here too as well. So <laughs> get it, get it, get it,
4: get it all while you can. I, you know what I want? I want this
0: book to blow up,
4: not just for me. I mean once once I have enough money to take care of all of the shit that I have to fix that are fucked up with my finances and everything else, and I take care of my, my family, me and mine, I can't wait to have fucking money so I can take care of my friends and, and, be, and, and, do, like, and be a philanthropist and take care of things that I see and, and go out with money and right all of the wrongs that I can throw money at because I can't take it with me. So right. I want to have money to help other people. I don't need to live in a grand – like, I think about this all the time. I live in Portland, I don't, and I live in 700 square feet. If I could find a house that's twice this size, I'd be perfectly content it's me and two cats. I don't need a mansion. I don't need acreage. I need a house, a roof over my head, and food in my stomach like most people. And then I could look outwardly and be like, these people need this, and these people need this. And I can help them with this, and I can clean up the oceans, and I can do this, and I can give Democrats this. I can't wait for that. So that's the manifestation that I'm doing now, where it is about me getting this book out into the world and making money from this book and surviving and living and thriving and all of that. But it is also what I can do that put more good into all of the good I could do with that. I think about it all the time because I don't I it makes me mad to see people holding on to billions of dollars and not doing good things with it. Like, I'm not going right. to have billions. I don't have grand aspersions of having Elon Musk money <laughs> in my lifetime. And I don't, I, you know, then that's fine. But if I ever had money where it was like, I, you know, I have extra money, and it could, I could be doing good things with this extra money, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm making that promise. You can all hold me to it. I, if, if, if I somehow, something takes off and a production company buys this, and it becomes a great big huge thing, and you see me on red carpets and shit, I hope that you also are reading stories where, like, uh counter-dublin very quietly donated one million dollars today to the to the abortion access front so that women can cross state lines and get safe abortions in states that still have abortion and you know like i'd build a hotel i'd build a hotel in portland oregon for all of the people seeking abortions across the country who couldn't who can't get abortions in their state i would pay for them to come to portland and put them up in a hotel and make sure they received all their medical care and three hots in a cot in a beautiful hotel and spa treatments and all that's what i would do if I had fucking money, but, you know, Elon can buy, just buy a, a, a website and, and ruin it instead. I mean, you know, when people do evil things with money, it just makes me so angry. It makes me so angry. You could do such good things. I like, not to sound like Pollyanna. If you, if you handed me Jeff Bezos, bank account, the goods that I could do with that money is just shame. Everybody. Engaging, well, I mean, there's, there's getting,
0: no ethical you know? billionaires. I mean, I, I fully subscribe to the idea That's, that there is no such thing as an ethical billionaire yeah. because in order to get there, you have to step on so many people to be able to do that.
4: Exactly. Exactly. So if any of them had any, any sort of self-awareness where they'd be like, you know what? What, what? If I gave you $14 million, what would you do with it? <laughs> you know what I would do with it? And I would sit there and I would I'd find 14 organizations that could benefit from getting million dollars. Yep. That's what I would do. You know, you, you, I, I'm a problem solver. I'm not just—I'm not someone who just complains. I'm someone who says if I have a complaint about something and I verbalize that complaint, it means I have already thought about it and I have thought about potential solutions. Because I'm not going to sit there and be like, "Well, this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong." Well, what do you want to do about it? Uh, I don't know. Someone else better fix <laughs> it. That's that. But what? What? what what's the point? That's a Republican way of looking at things. I'm a Democrat. Democrats are doers, and we want to see shit happen, and we don't want to wait around for it. So, uh, I hope I hope that people are moved to action, you know, and that they are that they see that even if they're just one person, one person can do one thing that makes a difference, puts forward an action, creates movement, creates. Energy that another person can pick up on, and it, it just—we just have to cultivate it. The right people have to be the caretakers of our democracy, and right now we don't have enough of the right people taking care of our democracy. And um, I think that that's a good place to end.
0: I think so. I think I think you ended it perfectly, perfect, thank tied it up in a perfect, tidy little bow. So thank you, thank you very thank much you. again. Pin, again, the pin again. The link to so the much. link to the book is uh, on Amazon. Uh, Amazon link is pinned to the top of the chat. Uh, Tara Dublin rocks on Twitter, TikTok, etc. Tell et cetera. your friends.
4: Tell your friends. Share not. it.
0: Share it far and wide. Take that link and share it to everybody you know, and let tell them to go buy this book because it's awesome. It's an awesome story. Uh, Tara is an awesome you. person, and she deserves everybody's support and again i hope to have you back on the show i hope to have you up back on the show very very soon
4: you will everybody take care thank you so much
0: thank you You have a great rest of your night bye
4: you too bye-bye
0: we do have two callers on the line so hold on a second um oh p dubs you are very welcome um Rose, I wouldn't want to have Elon Musk's baby. Me either, Rose. Me either. Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, apparently, uh, Gibson, you've been uh, causing a bit of a ruckus in the chat. Uh, I've not been able to follow along because I've been trying to pay attention to my guest. Um, oh, come on. Go drive toward... That's not Okay. Joseph Gibbs, come on, don't tell people to drive towards traffic. It's not cool. Nobody should be encouraging other people to off themselves in the chat. Just no, stop it um, let's see we're We're gonna get to the colors in a second. I'm just kind of trying to scroll back through the um scroll back through the chat to see what else has been going on in the chat room just to see what else i've missed because apparently there's been some chicanery and bs going on uh i'm I'm not quite sure a bicycle mike said to 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 justify such a comment i don't think any such comment is justified to begin with uh I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing anything from Bicycle Mites. Anyway, so hands up. I'm assuming that – I think this is Khalil. Hey. What's going on?
6: I'm doing okay. Um, I um told my friend about the situation, I mean, about what I wanted to do with the guardrail thing.
0: Right.
5: And
6: matter of fact, I even did a drawing of some construction today. Right. And uh, basically, that's one of my ideas—is basically to to do that. But um, one of the problems—I don't know if I told you about this—the problem is like when you talk about it, people, so many people don't want it. They just want only thing their idea is is to have more guns for more safety, and that's not. And mm-hmm. like we, me and you both know, that's not the only way to get more safety.
0: Hal, your your idea to create uses guns to create safety. You're you're using the material that guns were made of to. To create infrastructure and guardrails right i mean it's more safety yeah from guns right yeah there you go no no what
6: i'm what i mean is like people that so many people just want more more um second amendment stuff so many right people, i, I but know then when you, i know yeah but i appreciate that
0: no and, yeah um, like they, i i think i think it's a good way to twist it you know you know safety with guns melting them down and yeah. turning them into guardrails so that you know people can be safe i mean there was where would, there was some there was some truck that drove off a bridge um the other day I mean they that, that maybe that truck driver would have been saved if you if you had better guardrails right
6: yeah yeah, and then not only that backfire the guns and all that stuff, like it's only for people who want to turn in their guns or people who have misused their guns. those are the only ones that I'm talking about, but right. um yeah. Because I was I, I was on I was watching CNN and this man pissed me off because the only thing he wanted to do was just he he claimed that it was it was against his Second Amendment for a woman to destroy her own firearms but this is the same man who went against gun control it's like you you can't go against gun control and then be one of those safe selfish ass people and to me he was a very selfish ass man.
0: I mean, I mean, there's a lot of hypocrisy when it comes to gun control, again, because there are a lot of conservatives out there who who will say, oh, everyone has the right to own a gun. Everyone should be able to go, no gun control, no gun control. But then these are the same people that support stop and frisk, which disproportionately target black and brown people um, and takes guns away from them with no due process, no or no anything for that matter. You know, they just they stop them. They frisk them. If they have a gun, they take them off their person. So. You know, you can't you can't I can't look at anybody seriously who tries to claim that they are support the Second Amendment whilst supporting racist ideas like stop and frisk or who want to Im- implement more things like stop and frisk. And, and then I'm sure if you I'm sure if you ask somebody like a Donald Trump, for example, if he supported stop and frisk back when New York had it as implemented, he probably would have said, yes, I love stop and frisk. It's a great idea. We should do it more often. Because of who it targeted, because it it didn't target the people who are their voters. It targeted the people who are Democratic voters. They don't want Democratic voters armed. They only want their own voters armed, because when their own voters are armed, they can go they can go attack the Capitol, I guess. Um, And and for those who say the people who were attacked the Capitol weren't armed. Well, they armed themselves with other things and they had plans from the Proud Boys and they had weapons to bring in. That was part of the plan. So that's why people are sitting in prison right now.
6: The worst problem is they can't. They'll call you a hypocrite in a minute for this stuff, but then they don't want to see their own hypocrisy.
0: Nope. Well, republic as conservatives love to be do not like to be told what to do, but they love to tell other people what to do. That that's that's. And as as the host of the most nimbus Yosh with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast will say, hypocrisy is a conservative prerequisite. Um,
3: Yeah.
0: You know, and as as Donald would say,
3: it is what it is.
0: Thank you, Donald. So, but yeah, um, any, any progress on getting the uh, GoFundMe started for your artwork?
6: Not yet. I've got to draw something else to, tomorrow. Okay. Then that's when I'll get it. Then, then I'll make a copy of it and then I'll get it done.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But Whenever you get that done, liberal dan radio at gmail.com. Send it to me and we'll make sure to post the link up during the chat and we'll make sure everybody knows about it and can check it out. Cause, yeah, you know, I will. You support the show. You're 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 a good caller. You regular caller. I want to make sure that everybody. Uh, I want to make sure that everybody uh, who supports the show gets love from the show back. So, um, yeah, we've, we've shared several GoFundmes so already. Uh, I think P Dubs is on hold. We've uh, we've shared P Dubs's GoFundme as well. I want definitely want to see how her um, business is uh, business is going because she's been making some dog treats. I hope that's doing well, and we'll get to that in a second. But I always, again, as always, thank you, Khalil, for calling in. I think I've gotten to the point where I've almost memorized your number by heart now, so I know it's you. <laughs> and um, um, I, I'm going to move on to, to, to Dobbs now, but thank you very much for calling in, and I look forward to talking to you again another day.
6: Welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. You
0: too. Again, that was front of the show. Khalil, thank you very much, for, as always, for joining in and calling in. And I think now – um, I think I recognize the area code for P-Dubs as well. How are you doing today?
7: Well, I'm good, sort of.
0: Relatively, based on what was going on in the chat. <laughs> From yeah. I, I still I still haven't scrolled I- through the entire thing just to see all the all the chicanery and shenanigans and foolishness that was going on. But um, you know that's that's why we have uh, at least half the mod squad here today to try and and do some of that stuff. But first of all. How are you doing how how are you personally doing are you are you doing better how's the how's the dog treat thing going
7: well i want to talk to you about the dog treats but first i want to talk to you about uh a meet and greet i went to last night for our city council okay um this is kind of convoluted but i'm going to just briefly tell you 20 years ago, I owned a duplex on a street called Roosevelt Avenue. Now, Roosevelt Avenue connects through a highway that runs right to our city. And I bought this duplex in a not-so-great area thinking, this place is going to be bought up by places like Pizza Ranch and McDonald's because of its location. And maybe I can make a profit and buy a home in a better area. Mm-hmm. But while I while I bought this place, after I lived there for about five years, the city pulled an eminent domain on us mm-hmm. and forced me to sell that. At, and I didn't even make a profit. I had to, the money I made I had to use to pay off that house. And I had to spend $2,000 out of pocket to move. And I've lived in the same apartment now for 20 years. And okay, this is this is the backdrop of where I was coming from in this meeting. Mm-hmm. One of the guys for City Council, his name is Tim Scott. <laughs> Shit, you not <laughs> Tim Scott? And uh, he was on the City Council when they did that to me, when they decided to uproot uh, probably about seventy-five families and force them to move, and anybody who owned there was forced to sell. And um, so as I'm sitting through this meeting listening to them all uh, vie for my vote, they were, some were talking about safety and how important safety was. And others were talking about beautifying neighborhoods. And the longer I sat there, the fucking madder I got. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. figured out, I was just, I know that my point was about safety. But when I got my chance to greet them, I let them have it. I gave them the whole fucking backdrop of that. And this younger guy who's running was like, well, we wouldn't do that now, which was not the point. The safety is the point. There have been five shootings in my neighborhood in the last six months. And one of them was an automatic weapon. And I said, I don't feel safe. I'm scared, you know it's not freaking safe in my neighborhood and I can't afford to move now because you people screwed me out of a possible income that I would have had with that duplex, you know? Right. And so I I was pissed off that they did not get the point. It was about safety, not that you screwed me because they were like, whoa, we didn't do it. And I said, yeah, but Tim Scott did. He was on the city council, and boy, you should have seen that old man scowl at me. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed my freaking ass off. And uh, my friend and I, it was at the library, and my friend and I were going to go have a drink afterwards, and I was so pissed off. I was like, nah, I just want
4: to go home.
7: <laughs> and I went home, and um, I've been kind of stewing about that whole thing. Our local... We have a local paper that is independent, and they streamline the whole thing so you can actually see it on there if you're on Facebook. but you can't see me that you can hear me talking my friend my friend that was with me said the whole audience there was probably fifty to seventy people in there. They all were looking at me, and some of them were like gasping and like and I said gasping in like a, oh my god way or or what and she goes no, gasping and that poor woman way <laughs> and that wasn't really my point either i mean i i've been help holding that in for 20 years that anger about that whole situation with the eminent domain and i couldn't help but take my shot at tim
0: scott <laughs> what did but, they end up using yeah. the property for with the eminent domain like well, well, what what did that end well, up getting used they for?
7: they, they had tim scott had a deal set in, in motion to you know, when they did the eminent Domain, this whole deal was gonna down gonna go down with redevelopment and blah blah blah. It fell through. And they finally, after a few years, managed to sell it to a rich guy that owns a company here in town. And of course, they put a pizza ranch on my fucking property, son of a bitches. Mm mm mm. And um Anyway, anyhow, it was kind of cathartic to vent at these people because I had a hard time not cussing and I had a hard time not calling them, uh, I don't know, calling them out for being so obtuse.
0: Right. You know? Well, I mean, I, I'm sure if you looked at the, the person who now created the development, who now where the pizza, is, the pizza place is located, I'm sure there's campaign contributions that went places that, to make sure that he got a nice, sweet deal on your former property.
7: Oh, yeah. They made all kinds of them. Not only Pizza Ranch, but there's all kinds of fast food restaurants all along that stretch on Roosevelt Avenue, all the way through town now, you know. And that's why I bought the damn property. I mm-hmm. thought I could sell it.
0: Right. You know, and you, you were being the, the, the capitalist that conservatives love. You you were saying, here is a prime piece of real estate that I think I could flip. And and I, I'm going to go ahead and do that. And instead, the government came in and was like, screw the little person. Boom, there you go. And unfortunately, you know, people, you know, people who are conservatives <laughs> would, would typically be like, you know, well, this is the problem with government. Well, this is the problem with government because... People, a lot of people, times the people that do this are conservatives in government who do this, and screw the little guy because yeah. they'll use government to help build their businesses, like, you know, Donald Trump, who's used government to help his businesses all the live long day.
7: So the whole thing ended up with me gearing it back towards safety and, and explaining to them how My neighborhood's being shot up. People are being shot in my neighborhood. And am I going to get shot, too? And this guy looks at me, and he goes, well, you know, usually it's people shooting people they know.
0: And I said, well,
7: you know what? My my freaking walls aren't bulletproof. And if they're coming through my neighborhood with automatic weapons, I'm not safe. So that's bullshit.
5: Right.
7: (laughs) And uh, anyway, I've been hyped up about all that. And... I'm going to vote, and I picked out some good people. You know, I got a good idea about who to to vote for for city council, but it won't matter because I'm in a deep red state. But I'm going to do it anyway. Right. (laughs) And uh, about the business, I'm trying to figure out ways to get more customers. I've lost some customers because some of my customers work at, like, the dollar store, and they have a high turnover, and Mm -hmm. so they quit losing track of them and uh, I've started making little samples uh, with the small biscuits and I vacuum seal them and staple my card to them and take them out to bards and hand them out. So maybe that'll bring in some business and I'm making a new card that's less busy and has my number more prominently posted on it. You know, uh, maybe they can't, you know, handle all this information I put on the first card. Because, you know, I put all the ingredients on the back and I got pictures on the front of my animals and my mala with her tongue hanging out and the spots on it. And uh, I'm also looking into finding a good uh, preservative because I want to start being able to mail them to people like you and other friends that are far away. So that's something to look forward to. But it's slow and it's work, you know, I don't mind it.
5: Still connected? I can't hear
0: you. Florida History Standards, in its attempt to erase all the negatives from American history, now wants teachers to include how slavery.
7: So good, so can hear yeah. you hear me, Dan? I am
0: not hearing you. I think my internet just had a hiccup, and because the internet had a hiccup, I think my uh, my broadcast radio signal has passed
1: uh,
7: the bed, so I think we've lost, and you all hear me now,
3: but I don't think, um, I think Peter. have lost.
0: All right. Are you there, p I'm
7: here.
5: Can you
7: hear me? I'm here. That's okay. That's your problem. AT&T. I can hear you on my computer, but I can't hear you on my phone.
0: All right, but again, we're only reconnecting for a few minutes so just so I can play the show end anyway, so Gibson um first of all, you need to behave more in the chat um, because i that was some I thought at least the one thing and that wasn't just just simple debating that was that was a little too far um you you've 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 said some things, bad things in the past that caused me to hang up on you previously. Um, you had been better. They started it. Isn't an excuse. Did that work with your mother? Um, oh, they said they talked about your mother. Okay, fine. But that, that they started it didn't work with your, with ever work with your mother or your parents either. It shouldn't work with whatever. Um, and and so if if. We're down. At, we're short of mod today, but if, if you think that they're being bad to you, then be the better person, take the high road, and let the mods deal with it, if, if, because if, if you're going to strike out and lash out even worse, then it's just going to escalate, and I don't want that in my chat. I don't want my chats to escalate. I want my chats to be good. Common, common, I want my I want my podcast to be a place where people from all sides of the aisle can have good, honest debates. And if if you can't have a good, honest debate, then don't debate. Then don't say anything. Because I don't want you causing me to lose people who I like. So that's the thing. I don't want to have you. I don't want to lose people who I like just because I'm trying to be the person who is going to be the one who tries to reach out to people on the other side of the aisle and has good debate. We've had good discussions. I I think we've had some good discussions in the past. I think we can continue to have good discussions in the future, but not if you act like that. So, and I, I, I'm 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 drawing a line, and apparently, I've now lost one person from my subscriber list who has had enough of you and who apparently doesn't like the fact that I've had you on my show. Um, no, I'm I, I'm upset about the fact that. Benny Loco, who is a good person, who is somebody who is somebody that I enjoy, somebody that I like interacting with, somebody who has a good streams herself. I'm I'm upset now that you've gone too far and made her not want to be around my channel. And so, if I had to, if I had to, if I have to choose between you and Benny Loco, I would I would choose Benny Loco. Um, but Benny Loco has already, I guess, unsubbed from me, so. I I try and tell my viewers and try to tell the people that, that, you know, to try and be patient and try and, 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 you know, deal with some of the stuff, you know, when you, when you voice a difference of opinion, but when you, when you voice the things that you voice and I'm sorry, P-Dubs, I see you're on the phone. I'll, I'll get back to you in a second before, before we end the show. Um we have differences of opinion on a lot of things, right? So we have, we can, we, we, we can disagree on things. We can discuss the issues. I mean, we're never going to agree on the whole 14th amendment thing about it, not being legitimately passed. So I think that's just a non-starter. And I don't think we can just whatever. And I do think Benny Loco could simply just block Gibson media and have that at the end of it, instead of blocking, instead of, of following me, um, you know, I think that might've been a better answer maybe, but I'm also not cool with the idea of you telling somebody to go drive into traffic either. So, and again, we're one mod down. I, I, maybe we're even two mods down because I haven't seen Jolie in a hot minute. So it looks like there's nothing going on right now, mod wise, um, And so if I can't trust that people are going to be in the best behavior, I'm just going to have to tell you just to, you know, chill the heck out or, or not come into the chat. Okay. Hey, Jolie, I'm glad you're still here, but look, I think I've had, and, and and I think that honestly, and 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 Benny Loca, again, and, and the problem with Benny Loca just blocking Gibson Media is that when you call in and we have a discussion, she's still going to hear you. And if you can't be somebody who is going to be uh, a good, honest debater, I mean, I had Ken Good on the other week, the other show, two shows ago now, I think. Yeah, I think that was last Wednesday when I had Ken Good on. He's a conservative. Um, I don't think anything that he said was to the point where it caused anybody to be mad at the fact that I had Ken Good on. They may have disagreed with what he said, but nothing that he said made them mad that he had them on. Things that you have said have made people mad that I've had you on. So, and Kim is like, I honestly don't see, see why you think having this guy, even on were even debating, his knowledge, base is is lacking. Part of the reason is because of the fact that, as I've said before, you've seen it happen before. We've had discussions where I've made a point and I've effectively, you know, made points to Joseph Gibson and he's agreed with my points. If I could make, him think about things in a different way, if I could bring up arguments that make people who are so diametrically opposed at at a core level to many, many issues as we are, if I could make him think about things in a different way and, and break through the differences that we have and make him think about things from a different angle, then I think that's a start. Of, of what needs to be done to break through some of the BS that's going on in our political sphere, in our political discussions, in our political debates that are going on. But is it worth it to get one little concession for someone to disrupt? And that's the thing. It's not worth it for that much disruption. It is not worth it for that much disruption. And you're right. If you're going to be that disruptive as you were in today's chat then kimchi don't shut up you're making very good points you are making very good points kimchi i don't want you to shut up um if you were going to be disruptive like you were tonight then i don't want you around because i would rather have the people i don't want to hit 1,000 subscribers if it means I'm going to lose the people who have made the channel great so far. Right? You said it yourself. You said, lose all these people and I'll get you these other people. I don't want those other people. Okay? I don't want the other people if it means I lose these people. These people have been with me for over a year and a half now. I think, because Hal was on last April, I want to say, April last, last year, April 2022. So, so, so when Hal first came on the show is when I started getting a lot of the people who are in the chat now coming on. And gaining the people that you think you might be able to bring to my show um, is not worth, I'd rather stay unmonetized, honestly. I'd rather stay unmonetized and keep Benny than have you bring people into the show and have ha- have that happen. That's 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 the deal. So if if because if, if, that's because I'm willing to 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 extend olive branches only so far. I'm willing to. Have other people. I, th- I think part of the things that makes my show different than Hal's. I think part of my thing that makes the show I think good. And I know it's frustrating to some of y'all is that I do have people call in who are who who have different opinions who I debate who I discuss, and I do give them more time than perhaps y'all might like. But part of the reason is that I want to I want to I want to show people how to deal with those things i I think that part of the problem on the on the left is that we need to do a better job debating the points that are brought up by the people on the right so if you watch my show and see the interactions that i have with conservatives you then see how to make good arguments and especially when at the end of the day they're able to say oh i didn't think of this this way it's so i think that's a benefit but it's not a benefit if there's going to be. It's not. It's not a benefit. Gibson. No doxing. Wait. What makes no sense? Hold up. Hold up. What makes no sense? That it makes. It makes no sense that I would not want, that I would want to keep my current level of subscriptions and not gain all of the people that you could bring in simply because I care about the people who have currently brought me to the point where I am now. That makes no sense. Is, that, is am I am I interpreting that correctly? That you don't understand why I would want to keep the people here and not grow. Why, why I'd rather not grow and keep the people here then dump the people all these people and grow if that doesn't make if that's what I, if i'm right in interpreting you right if i'm interpreting if uh, if i am interpreting you correctly and that is what you're saying then that clearly shows the difference between liberals and conservatives because you're willing to throw away good just for a buck. I'm not willing to throw away the good just for a buck. I'm willing, I'd I'd rather keep the good quality people, Bicycle Mike, Kim Chi, Benny Loco, Jeff, everybody. I would rather keep that. And here's the thing, just because you claim that somebody has no integrity, it doesn't make it so. I believe that, uh, and if you say you keep pushing, you're going to get doxxed, how does that show that you have integrity? That doesn't show integrity at all. Period, with a T at the end. Now, bicycle Mike, there's no need to say meet me somewhere. That as well, that that's also not okay. So don't again, as I said, don't escalate. I'm deleting that. Don't escalate. I've asked Gibson Media to not escalate. I'm asking you to not escalate as well. So I'm asking both to not escalate threatening to dox people i mean bicycle mike here has you know there's there doxing people is not okay you agree with what You agree with what? I mean, because you're on you're on thin ice with me at the moment as it is. So, and if it means that don't come on your show, then fine, I don't come on your show. Because if if this is if this is where we go our separate ways, because you can't be. Uh... All right. Well, if you agree with everything I said, then you need to chill the f out. You need to stop. You need to only bring up, only bring up. And look, I'll I'll say this to everybody. Only bring up the point. Attack, attack the. Everybody should follow the same basic rule. Attack the argument, not the person. Attack the argument, not the person. But of anybody here who's in this chat, the only person who's on their last strike is you the Media because this isn't the first time you've done this. And you've said some crappy things in the past when you've called in before too, which has made me hang up on you. Remember. So nobody in the chat except for you is on their last strike. You're on your last strike. And if I don't see it, and if Jolie sees it, Jolie has absolutely full authority to full on mute and or suspend and what are, what are what are our options now let's see what are our options now we could uh remove we could put user in timeout um hide user on this channel i don't know what all the options give you but um little old mimi has anyone else earned a strike not at this point there's no, there's no strikes, and look, I, I, me and and Deminox and Yosh will absolutely, at this point, will will wade into the wade into the other side if if you still want me to come over to this other side and to have that debate on your podcast. And look, I'm just saying. I don't want to lose Bicycle Mike. I don't want to lose Benny. I don't want to lose anybody who, who has been here for a while. And and you shouldn't be threatened, Mike. You should not be threatened. And Gibson, if I find out that you did dox Bicycle Mike, you're, stop it. If I find out that you did dox Bicycle Mike, then we're done. We're absolutely done. The threat is almost all, the threat of it almost makes me want to just eat you right now. But I'm, I'm making you. I believe in second chances, so this is your last chance. Wait, so you have not yet? But he's on thin ice. Why would you do it at all? Why not just block him? Why not just ignore him? Right? It's as simple as that. There are people who can ignore each other. I'm working it out, Benny. I'm trying to work it out. You do not block people. Well, you also shouldn't shouldn't dox people, and you shouldn't threaten to dox people. And that's not cool. And I'm telling you it's not cool, and it's not okay to do on my channel. And nobody is to do that on my channel ever again. And nobody should get to talk. No. I, well, nobody should get to talk to, her, but that doesn't mean that doesn't excuse you threatening the docs. And you're you're still trying to justify the threat to docs. And I, I'm not having it. I'm not having the justification. Yeah, but you're still justifying it. You said you agree with me, but then you're saying – you're still saying that you still just – you said you agreed with me, but then you said something else that that that, that, is, that is just whatever. So I don't know what to believe. So at this point, at this point, this is what I'm going to say right now. You're in timeout. At this point, you're in timeout. I don't know how long timeout lasts. I don't know I don't know what that is. So at this point you're in timeout. I'm not sure how long that lasts. But you still you're not completely removed at the moment. But at this point you're in timeout. And if, if that if that's if that's too much for you, then whatever, but uh, just maybe reflect on it a bit and say, Look, wh- the idea that you said you agree with me, but then you then tried to justify why you said what you said means you don't agree with me. So And if you want to email me about it, we could chat about it over email. We could talk about it. We can work, work it out there. It's fine. But, again, I'm not losing – I don't want to – if I've lost Mike and if I've lost Benny, I'm angry because I don't want to lose Mike or Benny. And I don't want to lose any more. Frankly, you're not worth it. kimchi you can tell liberal dad has kids such patience my kids are much better behaved <laughs> we went when we went to my grandfather's funeral uh, back before the uh it was right before um the pandemic and um several of my relatives have young kids You know, most of them are younger than me. So most of my cousins and my stepsister all have young kids. Uh, Some of them adopted. Some of them are, you know, whatever. doesn't matter. You know, all of them are our family. Um, My two boys were the only boys that were, that were, I think, under 18 that were in the chapel for the funeral in and of itself. And... We told them, look, you just have to behave. And they both sat there and they behaved and, and everybody said how wonderfully behaved that they were, that they were so impressed at how wonderfully, wonderfully behaved that they were. So I like to think we're doing a good job with them as parents. Yeah. Sometimes they act out. If you listen to, if you listen to Henry playing Fortnite or any other games that he plays, he can curse like a sailor too because holy crap but um but again i try and i try and i try and set a good example for my kids and yeah it came to you're right the more patience you have with them when they're tiny the less the less patience you need to have with them later in life because it lets them understand agreed absolutely agreed um and And um, what you call it? Wait, damn Dan makes me want to say yes, sir. Ooh, is that is that is that a, is that a topic that needs to be safe for liberal Dan after dark? Is that is that kind of yes, sir, or what? Um, <laughs> sorry, if I had my little things, I'm a. So, little old Mimi, I know you're here. I know you're new here, but you'll grow to love kimchi because kimchi's awesome. So, um, kimchi is great. And anyway, so my point though is, you know, I I do try and set the example for my kids and, you know, I, if I, I, I try to not be a different person around my kids than I am around other people. What point does that, what point is that? So if, if if I if I'm if I'm being one person around my kid and another person around other people, then that's not setting a good example. Because then what if they saw me doing this? it would be like, "Well, geez, Dan, I, Daddy asks, acts differently when he's here than when he's he there." Of course, there's a difference. No, I'll get to you in a second, P Dubs. I'm sorry, I'm just on a rant. Hey, Alarasia, you've missed a lot of fun. Um, glad to see you join us. Uh, we'll get to you in a second, P Dubs. Um, but. Then, and, of course, there's a difference between acting, you know, the tone of voice that you have or your mannerisms or even code switching, if you want to use that, between the, you know, you're here, you act more professional, you're here, you act more fun, you hear you're loud, you hear you're quiet. That, that's different than, you know, whatever. But if, you know, if I'm – I try to have patience for people in all aspects of my life. I try and, and – I try and reach out to people in all aspects of my life. And I've been burned. Trust me. I like I was talking on my Nerdy Dan channel for a while about something that I was trying to buy. And there's a scarcity issue with it. It's like a car, a new card game that's out. And people have been hoarding it because they want to go sell it for like triple the price. And I think these people suck for doing that. And I went to go somewhere to go buy, to go buy these cards or whatever. And there was a whole bunch there. And I managed to get there when there was a whole bunch. And it was an entire rack. I could have bought out the entire thing. But I was like, you know what? I'll leave some for other people. Even though I'd already said to other people before that, I'm done being the nice guy. Other people are being crappy. I'm done being the nice guy. I'm done, you know, if other people aren't going to worry about it, why should I have to worry about it? At the end of the day, I I ended up still being the nice guy. It's just like the whole thing with with the whole saltwater intrusion and the salt wedge coming up the Mississippi River and all the people hoarding water. Like, I'm not going to begrudge people for going out and getting bottled water. That's fine. But all the people that are going to buy up the distilled water, like for people who need it, like I need it, I'm on. A, I have a CPAP machine. Like, but when I went to the North Shore for a wedding on Saturday, and there was a whole bunch of distilled water there. Now we bought like eight gallons. We could have bought the entire thing out. I could have. I could afford it. But why didn't I buy the entire section of distilled water out? Because I wanted to leave distilled water for other people who still needed it. Because even though I said in the past that I'm going to stop giving a crap about people because I'm as annoyed and angry and just, you know, and annoyed, at the end of the day, I can't stop being who I am. So if I can't stop being who I am about things like that, I can't stop being who I am about things like this either. So, where is it? There it is.
3: It is what
0: it is. Anyway, P-Dubs has been on the hold for too long, and we love P-Dubs, too, and we want to give P-Dubs her uh, chance to finish what she was saying. Hopefully, AT&T doesn't screw up P-Dubs again. So third time's a charm. Welcome back, P-Dubs.
7: Hey. Hey.
0: So I'm glad to be back. Um, I think you. the last thing I remember hearing you saying is that you had some customers. Some of them worked at the Dollar Tree, but there's high turnover, so you lost contact with some of them because some of them then flipped and whatever. So that's that's the last thing I remember hearing. So,
7: yeah, I'm I'm trying other ways to get it out there, and like I said, I'm looking at doing some sort of natural preservative in the biscuit so I can mail them to people. So if you uh, Want to mail them? I'll make that available to Dan to how to get to them.
0: Um, yeah, please as soon as as soon as you have that available for mail, I'll, we'll definitely share that. We'll definitely share that information as well. Hell, I'll buy some. I have a dog, so yeah. I'll, I'll be happy. I'll happy to give my dog some PWD treats.
7: Well, all the dogs really seem to love them, and I've never had any complaints. So. I wanted to talk to you guys about a current situation I'm in. Um, yesterday, I was supposed to pay my utility bill, and I couldn't pay it. Mm-hmm. It's like three hundred dollars <laughs> for a month, and um, I know that you guys have been so supportive, and I hate to like be this person that has to ask for help, but. I can't have my utilities shut off. I also have a CPAP machine, actually a BiPAP machine, and Mm -hmm. Oxygen. So I'm freaking out a little bit. And I did apply for assistance, but it won't kick in until November. So I'm kind of in a bad spot. And I have that. um, I think Julie just posted my GoFundMe. I mean, even if you guys could put in a dollar or two, every dollar would help. And, um, on that note, I'll quit being that guy or that girl. <laughs>
0: but... uh, anyway, Jolie did share a link to the, to the GoFundMe. Um, and so there you go. So if anybody wants to help, uh, tribute a little bit, a few shekels over to P-Dubs, you know, you know, we love P-Dubs, you know, friend of the show, please help out if you can, um. And then uh, hopefully we can get you know more more treats sold and and get the P Dubs business up up off 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 the ground running and maybe we'll have uh, in a few years we'll have the P Dubs dog treat empire um, <laughs> and then that and then was... we could have like, and then eventually we'll have like hypocrite of the week sponsored by P Dubs dog treat or whatever you whatever you end up calling them. Cool,
7: yeah. So. I wanted to sing a little song. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, an old song. I think uh, Leonard Skinner did it, but uh, I think it's appropriate. And so here goes. Have you ever lived down in the ghetto? And have you ever felt the cold wind blow? Well, if you don't know what I mean, why don't you stand up and scream? There's things going on you don't know.
0: That's it. <laughs> well, thank you, P-Dubs, as always. You're awesome, and I'm glad we finally got to get all through the technical issues with AT and T being stupid. And I'm glad we got to. Um, I'm glad we got to share the link for your go find me and um, I'm hope we're able to help spread the word about your business and get some, get some more sales out of the way. So thank you so much for the song. Thank you so much for the call. Love you as always and have a good night. Yeah,
7: I'll, be, I'll be working on that. Uh, preservative. I, I think I've got a few ideas on preservatives and I'll be getting that out to you soon so we can start mailing them out.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Good to hear. All right. Well, you have a good rest of your night. Thank you, P. Dubs.
7: Good night, everybody. Thank you for the show, Dan.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, I I just muted you. Wait. What did you say?
7: I just said thank you for the show. I always love it.
0: Oh, thank you for listening.
7: I know. Sometimes when you give some talk too long, just cut them off after five minutes. Make them stick to one subject. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <cutting off> now. <laughs>
0: All right. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Bye.
7: Love you guys. Bye.
0: Okay. Um, so yeah, P-Dubs, there's the GoFundMe link that Jolie just shared. Uh, I'm Al-Arasia, um dealing with family stuff. Um, I'm sorry you're dealing with family stuff, Allerasia. I don't know what the family stuff is. Of course, if you feel like you need to reach out again, liberal gmail.com. You can always reach out to me. I'm always, I always will give a, uh, ear to any of my good listeners who, uh, who need an ear to listen to. You can always reach out to me. Um, especially all y'all who are here from the, from the beginning of my growth. I'll just put it that way. Nobody, nobody has been here from the beginning for the most part, except for maybe, um, bringing it boy. Uh, because for a while we've had very little listeners, but uh, ever since Hal, from, from, from there's before Hal and after Hal. So after Hal, a bunch of y'all have been here, and I appreciate y'all who have who have continued to be here for a while. Um, so. you know if if you do donate 20 to P dubs Gibson that's very awesome of you and i i appreciate and that is very much appreciated appreciated so should we call it the scumbag tax uh every time somebody is a is is a uh is a dick in the chat room regardless of what your gender is everybody somebody is a dick in the chat room they need to donate 20 bucks to the P dub to the P dubs uh go fund me to be to be back in the chat so uh that should be, that should be the rule <laughs> but no if you do that that that's awesome if you appreciate that so um anywho this has been a hell of a night That's just that we got a lot of stuff done um i think i do need to edit that fat man rant a little bit because i rambled a little bit at the beginning Um, but yeah, I mean, look, anybody who missed it, just, I mean, the whole, the change from this to the save plan has saved me 30,000, will save me 30,000 bucks over the next, however many payments are going to be made. I think regardless of however much my payments go up, as my income goes up, the amount that I pay will go up clearly, but still that amount that I will have saved off my payment because they changed the formula is 230 bucks. I don't think that's going to change much, if anything. So I'm just assuming that that 230 bucks is going to change. And then, you know, eliminating those, the number of payments that have to be made will be great. And then once we get hit that, once, once they eliminate the total and I hit that end goal. And once I hit that, which I think should be, uh, 2025 sometime, um, if, if my math is right, um, then that's, that's six figures done. So, oh, Cynthia from Texas. Um, liberal Dan after dark is the, is the, um, is the, uh, I, uh, is the, is an idea that I've been having to where we discuss more adult themed things, but it would be a separate channel. And it would be, it would be like phase four, I guess, because phase one is trying to get me monetized. Phase two is then trying to get me an affiliate or whatever, or phase one is getting me to a thousand subs here. Phase two is getting monetized which means getting the listenership and the hours up to getting to the point where YouTube says hey you're monetized. Phase 3 is getting that affiliate get, becoming an affiliate on Twitch and then maybe phase 4 or a little beyond would be creating the Liberal Dan After Dark channel uh, where we do a show and discuss more adult themed things. Not like not like to the level of John Kennedy reading porn type things, but like you know, you know, Nimbus Yosh, uh, Don has, you know, education as like a sex education, sex educator. I'm friends on Facebook with those other people who are sex educators. So we, it might, there might be some shows where we get more in depth, um, on topics dealing with sexual health, sexual education that, that might be something where. We might want to limit the audience to where it's only like 18 plus, but I don't want to make my videos here 18 plus because that could hurt monetization and who sees my videos. So I want to make it a complete different channel where that channel is just an 18 plus channel. Um, And I want to, so, so, so that would be something that's different um, where we only do that sort of thing Um, again. And, 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 you know, talking about all sorts of things dealing with human sexuality, sexual health, uh, topics dealing with more of an adult nature. Again, not porn, not anything like that, but just topics that I might not normally want to discuss on the regular podcast. So that's why I was like um, – that's why th- whenever the joke comes around, uh, whenever, whenever anybody makes a comment like that, I'm like, oh, that's something that it might have to be saved for liberal band radio after dark. So um, – Jeff, my gutter mind is always going. Yes, so is mine. (laughs) There are many, 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 many things that... uh... Let's see, Cynthia from Texas. Are you saying that to me? Shit, I hope you meet you in person by then. Is that what you're saying? Um... Get some kittens on set. See, here's the problem with my kittens. Um, Sophia. If she comes near me, she will snuggle with me. I could probably get Sophia on the thing. Rose doesn't like to be held, and Gloria runs away from me. So there's that. Um, let's see. Was it 10-4? I am toying. <sighs> Cynthia, where in Texas are you again? Or which, which show are you going to for Hal? Because I'm still pulling with the idea. Look, now that I don't have to – now that my student loans are, are not going to be a burden on me, it frees up my, my, my stress a little bit, it may very well be, poss- be like – it may very well be the case that I may try and go hit up one, if not two, of the House Park shows in Texas. You're going to Dallas October 14th. Cool. We may try to hit that up. And we may try and hit the 15th as well in Houston. Um, And it's very well possible that if I do go to the 15th show that I might try and get one of those front row tables And if I do, there's room for four, and it'll be just me and my wife, so that if anybody is going to the front row show, maybe I would have a contest to see who might be interested in sitting with me and winning those seats as well. It's not set in stone yet, so don't quote me on it. Um, Wait, we're talking about getting a room now? What? (laughs) Um... Kimchi and, and P-Dubs are talking about getting a room. Oh, my. Um, hold on. P-Dubs have to call back with the cussing. <laughs> Today, I actually cussed more than normal on the show because, well, you know, I did call people whiny bitches, but <sighs> kimchi. Are you in for all of those contests? All three? Because I will have a Shakespearean rocket science wet t-shirt contest simply because that sounds awesome. It's like you need to quote Shakespeare whilst launching a rocket in a wet (laughs) t-shirt. Cuss it on the, cuss a bit tonight, blame it on Ivanka. Blame it on Hoot. Got you feeling loose. Blame it on the drone. Got you in the zone. Blame it on the alcohol. Sorry. Um, Blame it on the vodka. Blame it on the henny. Cheap vodka always makes me cuss. Um, Anyway, now we're just rambling. Fat man rants include expletives. Not all the time. Tonight did. I don't know if Mondays did or was it Monday or Tuesday? It, 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 it was posted Tuesday morning. I don't know if the one that posted Tuesday morning had an expletive or not. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. Maybe I should have more expletives in my fat man on. Maybe that would make them get hit more hits on it, too. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I need to have a discussion with my with my wife, with Cassie, to see whether or not, you know, it's feasible to uh, – there's not much more show, with, So um, I don't know. Ooh, three Bloody Marys, nice. Spicy Bloody Marys or regular? I could tell a short joke that would floor y'all. Your gutter mind is it? Does it have something to do with going up on somebody? Um. Anyway, sorry. I <laughs> even has nice spicy Bloody Marys are the best Bloody Marys. My wife would disagree, but she doesn't like spicy stuff, so. Um bicycle like I drink Virgin Marys. Um and Matt Gates just likes virgins who are underage. Bring it swing it all back full circle back to the conversations we were having with Tara and Tara Dublin and her uh and her stuff. Dabbing time. Anyway. Um Let me just remind I mean it is pinned to the top of the chat, but let me just remind everybody one more time. If you do want to support Tara Dublin's book, you can get the Kindle version. Please make sure to do so. If you have Amazon Prime or Amazon Kindle Unlimited, go to that link and look at the book. And the more pages you read, she'll get a share of that money too. So go read her book on the on the Kindle. I don't know if that I don't know if that helps me at all. I don't know, um, but you know, if it helps her, that's awesome too. Uh, but you know, that one link helps both me and her because I'm trying to, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to have my Amazon affiliate link be okay, but I haven't, I haven't had enough people click through it and buy things, things using my code to be able to make it worthy, worth to to, to keep my Amazon. I made like, I think I made a buck 62 before they canceled my last Amazon Prime affiliate account. <laughs> Whole buck 62. Woohoo. Anywho. Um, oh, yeah, we didn't even talk about the gag order. And I didn't tell Tara the joke I was going to tell. Uh, I didn't tell Tara the joke I was going to tell. I brought it up last week, which was the I have to give Donald Trump a little bit of uh, – well, I'm willing to give Donald Trump a little bit of leeway on the size of his apartment. Again, I told this Monday, but that's what I was going to say. Because if you are somebody who is used – you know, if this is an inch but you're used to considering this as an inch maybe that's why you, you consider your apartment to be more square feet than it actually is you know
3: it is what it is
0: hey AJ <laughs> Cynthia I love when Dan goes all off track well that's the end of the show that's, that's frequently the end of the show is me just randomly talking about all sorts of random stuff so um Anywho, I do need to upload uh, the the videos so that they'll be live tomorrow morning. See you later, Nick Rich. I'm about to end anyway. Wait. Jeff's not going to say the joke. I'm guessing the joke had nothing to do with going up on somebody. So, Anyhow, this is the end of today's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Uh, We will be back Monday at 8 p.m. Central where I will have another guest on. I'm going to have guests Five shows in a row. Imagine that. Uh, Monday, I think it's many Landy Landry, a candidate in the House 91 race in Louisiana. Wednesday, we're going to have um, a Britt Gadolfi again. As an, Again, as the rest. We're going to do a video chat with her this time. We're going to play around with that. Tomorrow, um, nerdydan.com on, U- on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. Join me there as well. Um, there. Anyway, so next time, this is James Emerson's Riverland Radio. To off to the left. That's right.